0: And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is
1: Dysfunction
0: Junction.
1: Welcome everybody to Dysfunction Junction, episode three. We're going to have some fun tonight. Tonight! Each of us are asking five questions of everybody else at random out of a hat. We're going to have some fun tonight. My name is Chris Burns, my co-host Chris Lynch, and producer extraordinaire for the first time in show history with a hot mic the entire episode yep, is yep, Michael we, Big Herm
0: Herman. Yep, we got a hot mic tonight. The reason so. for that
1: because in the last couple episodes you've made some great points but you've sounded like a disembodied apparition I watching me like masturbate shit. at midnight. <laughs> you, you, you did. But let's be honest. But that's why this works because we we can talk to each other and go, "Hey, look, you know, you kind of sounded shitty. Maybe you might want to have the mic hot." at all times unless of course you get banned from the show which could happen doubtful that's true true. i i I say the same doubtful doubtful Doubtful. but um very doubtful i I just want to bring this to the table it's kind of a quick hit much like you've heard our other episodes but it's not a quick hit it's just something i have to acknowledge is that uh late last night i lost a great friend a teacher a mentor and uh he was big in uh herm's life as well his name is mort krieger and um To know this man is to love this man, Uh, the most gracious human being on earth. I got to see him last night a few hours before he passed.
0: He was an amazing human
1: being. Amazing. And uh, I got to tell him something that I don't think I ever told him before. I told him I loved him on many occasions. But last night I said to him, I truly credit you for making me. Because he was the one that, you know, like my dad and like my grandfather, everybody instilled in me the, the lesson of hard work. Mort kind of gave me the, you know, act like your kids are watching. Whatever you do, and sometimes you follow it, and sometimes you don't. We'll have stories about not following it in weeks to come because Mike and I have a great idea for an episode. <laughs> um, he was just he was he was in the town we live in. He's an icon. Either you had him as a teacher. If you're above the age of 35, either you had him as a teacher, your parents had him as a teacher, grandparents had him as a teacher. Dude did what he did for 40-plus years, um, and he was easily, uh, without question, the greatest human being I've ever been privileged to know. And uh, we started tonight before we went hot with a shot of whiskey, and we toasted two very great men. One, obviously, Mort Krieger, who passed away late last night, and another one that we'll talk about in a few minutes or in just maybe 30 seconds. I'm sorry, my timeline is off. But um, it was difficult uh, getting the call early this morning and then being tasked willingly. I I gladly accepted it by his daughter and said, okay, now start making phone calls. Yeah,
0: I don't I don't envy you for that at all. I mean I, I, I got the phone call before pretty much as the sun came up. Yeah. Um that's I started my day with a phone call from you thinking, oh, homeboy's got a show idea. <laughs> and, <clears throat> and turns and out it's it, completely different. It, right. Yeah, yeah. And and that was not the phone call I received. Yeah. Um Mort was really kind of special. Um he was like the first adult in the adult world that gave that gave a, any of us any credit for being like adults
1: or individuals, as it were. Yeah, he appreciated you for you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he could see past, and he he could see past the crap that you might have had to go through to get to where you were, but could see the 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 that that good that was in a kid, and more. The the, the the overachievers and the kids that got straight A's weren't Mort's favorite there's like two or three kids.
1: that I can think of and and the one that comes to mind and is Sarah Cleveland the, and I talked to her this morning as well the, but but but
0: Sarah's my cousin um yeah uh, Sarah is a, a very um Sarah's a very unique character and oh that, without question that would have very much
1: appealed to Mort. We Voila. need we need a Sarah Cleveland, Sarah, if you're listening, Sarah Cleveland. Yeah, episode. we need her
0: on we need her in the, on, the, on the couch for yeah. a week. That'd yeah. be pretty cool. Um, but I tried yeah, that. He, I tried that once. She hit me. He um he <laughs> he saw past a lot of the bullshit and could quickly judge character and was pretty good at it. Even though you may have fractured a few rules here or there, he could see character absolutely
2: he could see he could see the value in what you bring to the table and to me that is huge an educator because uh, nowadays most educators look at you face value they don't want to assign like like a um like a tag to you they want to assign whether you're an asshole or whether you're a good kid um Teachers like that are a they're they're like a unicorn in the fucking forest. And we don't see that nowadays. I had educators in my life that were like that that I'm still friendly with now. And I I feel that it's a very important thing to establish that relationship young being a kid and and just you know, I, I I've heard of a teacher passing in my life that I had is like my music teacher, my chorus teacher, yada, yada, yada. And it kind of like guts me that, that I lost this person in my life. And you have to look at that where they invested in you. Yeah. As a person. And the fact that I was privileged and I, I don't use that
1: word, you know, ironically, I was privileged to have this man be my friend later in life. He started out as a teacher. He became a mentor.
2: He eventually became my friend. Well, and that, that's the important part, is that you, you extracted this relationship with him from being a fucking teacher, man. Yeah, and
1: there there's not too many teachers that uh, have come you, and gone that I'm like, Oh, I, I, I could, heard I heard Mrs. Kimsey died, or I heard Mr. So-and-so died. I
2: could swing a cat and hit five teachers. That I could give a shit less about. you're swinging a cat, you're... I can swing a animal, cat. Animal abuse. I was
0: just going to say it's Yeah, and isn't, that, isn't that <laughs> that's a little, But I can swing that, a that, cat. I'm pretty sure, sure PETA's not cool with <laughs> yeah, that Oh, shit no, really? PETA can suck my butt. Racism, but, PETA... I unless I mean, you're Mr. Offsiani who let us drag a dead cat around as a hall pass. Yes!
1: Oh, my God. Just just Didn't have him as a teacher,
0: but... Listen, well I
2: remember Offsiani. Listen. Well done. Well done. There you go. But I can swing a another cat around and hit three teachers of my lifetime that made an impact on me and my relationships with people and made it made such a huge contribution to who i am today and and that that is few and far between nowadays and
1: and to and to kind of close this off um i I love him I i got to tell him i love him last night I must have said the word fuck about 1,600 <laughs> times. And I, I've never, I've cussed in front of this man twice. Last night when I saw him, hours before his death, and a few weeks ago when I told him, you know, I, we all expect our parents to go, but you're fucking Superman, and Superman is not supposed to die.
2: Well, and, and uh, like I told you last night, I'm glad you had to have that moment of closure. I don't know if
1: it was God's intervention or, and I, it, I am slightly it, religious, but something told me driving home from Springfield, pull off in Marlboro, Marlboro, Connecticut and, and go visit him.
2: Well, it, 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 it gives you, gives you closure to your relationship with that, with that person. And I think that is the mo- is paramount to what you were trying to do with him. Yeah. He and was as- a very inspirational guy. I've never met him. I've heard of him. And I want to give you kudos for making that effort to give that closure to your relationship. And God bless his soul. Yeah.
1: But the one thing I want to say, and uh, before something stupid happens with my eyes, (laughs) um, please bear with me for just one minute. I know I'm going long, and I apologize, and it's gonna it's gonna fuck the format up entirely Your but i don't I, at this point post. i don't I, at this point i don't care um he was you you say the word closure and you and you say you know you you got to have that closure this man there is no closure it's it's how does life work without him and people say that about parents and people say that about friends like my friend Jeremy died almost 10 years ago it'll be next month 10 I, years i, I lost I my best heard. friend my in lynch has stepped up tremendously in being my moral compass whereas mike is still the guy who <laughs> takes me off the moral crazy train um Sometimes we have a lot of fun here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and we're gonna tell a lot of fun stories a couple weeks from now because I really do I, I liked your idea last night and I don't want to blow it for everybody you're gonna have some fun and you're gonna be involved because you're gonna tell stories about you from when you were that age oh I have many stories <laughs> I, I I said it earlier I know eventually I'm gonna get a call my parents live 1300 miles away eventually I'm gonna get a call mom's gone dad's gone or my brother even is gone. Um, I've learned how life works without them. I don't know how life works without him. And I just want to tell the world how much I love him, and I want to tell you all that tonight, whatever wherever you're listening, whatever time of day you're listening, pick up a phone and and call that one person that maybe needs to hear this and for Mike and for myself and for the thousands of students that be were thousands. privileged and now, including my mother who was in his first ever fucking class as a teacher. We love you. We'll miss you. And you're, you're back with Roz, your wife who predeceased him by two years, three years. I'm not quite sure the timeline two. cause I'm like fucking retarded right now. <laughs> um,
0: it was 19.
1: Yeah. Um, thank you for everything,
0: Ed, and I
1: love you. That's it. Please, say what you were going to say.
0: Go, my man. Go so, ahead.
2: I just want to say, um, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you guys. You know that. Um, piggybacking on that, um, I lost my dad in 20...
1: I was going to say, if you can't remember, I'm going to reach up and <laughs> slap your ass.
2: I lost him November 6, 2014, and my dad was my rock.
1: He was the shit, dude. And I don't say that about a lot of people. It's it just funny that this coincides. Your dad was the shit.
2: So, um, unexpected, uh, sudden, and tragic all in the same time. Uh, my dad and I talked every day. Yeah. Every day we talked. And he would. Call, he knew I was at work. And he was like, oh, what are you doing? Oh, I'm working, Dad. <laughs> the fuck? It's noontime. I'm working. It's 7.30 a.m. Where do <laughs> yeah. you think I'm going to be? Where the fuck do you think I am? My day's but, off for Sunday, Monday. <laughs> but he always, always reached out to me and said, <clears throat> I love you. I miss you, and I. Guys, I hate that. I hate to have this no, emotion.
1: I I want good, this, and man. I'm gonna You're tell good. you. I, I want to. If you don't mind me stopping you, I think maybe sometimes in podcast land, people think that you know we just get together and we laugh and we joke we and we do this this is real life dude this this is this is cathartic is a great word but no this is showing you guys that we're real people we hurt we laugh we, we cry. cry we sh- <laughs> we shit some more often than others but I at the end the, of the day, we I, left put our, B- I left the Biden two weeks ago. Right? Um, at the end of the day, we all put our pants on one leg at a time. Unless you're Herm, you put them at the end of the bed and you jump into them because you haven't washed
0: them in three weeks. That's right. But my, my point being is that... I just call them, and they come put themselves on. Jesus yeah. Christ. <laughs> they
2: walk themselves through your needed to, <laughs> We needed to make you laugh, but please, please. But my point is being is that he was my rock in my life for... I'm 49 years old. Yep. I'll say 45 of that. And <clears throat> I miss him every day. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to, I want to tell a quick story about your dad <clears throat> while I, I, I miss his conversation. Yeah. I miss his, um, just his wit, <gasps> his humor. And, you know, he knew I was working when he would call me. <laughs> <laughs> he knew. He fucking knew. But he would just do it to be a fucking asshole. And just kind of like disrupt my day and say, "Hey, man, hey, kid, I love you. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say hello." And I miss those little moments with him. Yep. Um, uh, I wish I had the same relationship with my mother. My but, life is reversed. Yeah, and, we know and, this. and we've talked about this before. Yeah. And um. I just, I, I just, you know, I still have the last voicemail he left me wow. on my computer, on my laptop downstairs. It was two days before he died. Yep, and you know, he, he, he was my moral compass of my life. He guided me to be the person I am today, and to deal with the bullshit in life yep. and bullshit being you can only, you can only confront the things that you can control. Yep. You can't worry about the things you can't control and you have to look at yourself as you have value. And that was my dad. Yep. And, and and he, he gave me that compass. And when he died, I felt the compass was broken but you know what? I've learned through therapy. I've learned through dealing with my own bullshit that that's not necessarily the 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 way I I can control what I do. Mm-hmm. And that's why when Mister Burns here to my right—that's me—was going through his issues, and I called him out on it he was able to accept the fact because I used those values. Bitch didn't talk to me for a month. Let's be clear. Well,
1: but, <laughs> but I you, need to get you laughing, kid. We but you understand, back. you understand why. I do. Why. You
2: understand why. I do. I was very disappointed. And that disappointment was a motivation for you to put yourself back on track and put yourself back to where you should be. I mean, this is the most emotion I've seen out of you in 20 fucking years, dude. Okay, Honest. all right. Now, honestly. see, uh, no, honestly. my
1: mother said something to me on the phone last night, uh, and uh, my do- daughter, the same thing. W- why don't you like getting emotional in front of people? I'm like, I just, I prefer to do it in private. And Emma will do this to me all the time. We're watching a movie, and, and I'm biting my lip, so I don't, you know. She's like, what, the big bad wolf's not supposed to cry? What? After she gets up out of her coma, after I slap the shit well, out of her, you know. <laughs> y-
2: this This is the important part, Chris. You... Have tackled your emotions and you have tackled that part of yourself. Oh,
1: I have gone full Lawrence Taylor on my emotions all day. This and I was, don't, this
2: was just cleansing. I don't want you to stop doing that. And oh, that's why I, That's why I I'm not hugging you. I'm just letting you know. You can kiss me in the ear. I don't give a fuck. Yes, ma'am. But this this is what <laughs> Mike's shaking his head. Well, because he's th- gonna kiss you on the other ear. But but this is what <laughs> As friends, this is what we do for each other. Right. We bring out the best and the worst of each other. I'm going to tell a funny story when you're done. Please remind me. Okay, but we bring out the best and we're worst. We're going th- long, bro. Uh, it's okay. I know we're going okay. long, but you know what? This is a very personal topic for both of us. Okay. And I know Herm has gone through certain things like this in life. And yeah, I don't want to. I
1: don't want to open Pandora's box. But no, yeah. but
2: it, you have to understand. Yeah, this 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 is what being a friend. To another friend is is about you bring, a real friend a real friend you bring out these emotions you bring out these feelings you bring out these say it say it I don't understand sign language.
0: <laughs> Yo, give me a beer. You got it, bro. <laughs> Please.
2: That's all you. Um, I'll stick my my diet coke. But you understand that... that six gimmicks and four cokes. But that's un- what's left in the box. You understand six uh, that? That's why I. Why I appreciated the yeah. fact that you you faced your demon, you faced your your fears, you faced your problems head on. Mm-hmm. And that and that is what my dad brought to the table to me every fucking day.
1: You mentioned humor and the many, many times I was able to be in a room with your father, he was just he was I always said he was a straight arrow. You know what I mean? But the one time that I really learned his humor was Easter Sunday when um Emma was really little and uh, you invited she, she, you invited yeah, she was me like over
2: four or five maybe. Uh, uh, three or four. Yeah.
1: And you know, she made Play-Doh mustaches yeah. and your dad played with her and whatever, and you and I got to talking about something. What are you laughing at?
0: Play-doh mustache. I'll send you the picture. <laughs> if
1: I can find the picture, she made like a Colonel Sanders gimmick and he took the picture. It's one of my favorite pictures of my daughter ever with the little Colonel Sanders and she's looking yeah. up at, at Lynch. And um uh, it was Easter Sunday, and your dad, every time I met him, it was always one-on-one. You know, there's a party going on. Yeah. I would, He would corner me. I would corner him. But that Easter Sunday, we're all blending with each other, and everything's going great. And we're in this room, and you and I are going off riffing on whatever it is we're riffing on. And we're laughing, and we're doing the, you know how I know you're gay, and all of this crazy <laughs> horse shit. And he comes over, and he sits down next to me and goes, I can see why you're friends with Chris, meaning you. And I said, "Why is that?" He says, "Cause you're an asshole." <laughs> and I broke. I, I did. I laughed until I peed. It, I was just like that one line from this guy who I thought was like straight Arrow Jones, dry motherfucker. He hit me with a zinger that I could not stop laughing. Well, and and that and that is it took what. You
2: long he, enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, it took him a few years, but that's where 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 I get my my mindset from is that type of personality. I got one question for you. Yes. Was your dad well done? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Go back and
1: listen to episode, whatever (laughs) the fuck. I don't know. Episode Episode two. Two, Two, yeah. Uh, Oh, you're you're an asshole. I am. Anyway, your dad um, told me.
2: It, 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 that there tells you, speaks volumes to his humor. Yeah. His hubris, his, 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 his how he looked at life and how he looked at people, he never judged anybody blindly. Uh, I mean, he, one of his best friends, Spencer Lancaster, was a fucking Jehovah's Witness, would come by our house once a month and we would sit and talk. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I don't agree with that, but you know what? He was such a good person I would listen to his rhetoric. I would listen to his to his spiel, and I enjoyed his company. Right. My dad was the same way. He's like, I you know I don't buy into this bullshit, but you know what? I'm going to talk to you because you're you're a good person. You're a good person, and you have a heart, and you have a will, and you have a, 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 a end game for yourself. All right.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the I'm gonna throw the the wheel that Lin, that Herm usually does. I almost called herm lynch and i could call you herm and you can call me al but final if you you could give me and i know it's going to be tough and, and i appreciate if anybody's still listening please understand we're human beings and this was very important to us tonight um if you could give me 20 words or less about if if aliens came to this planet and they said we've heard about larry lynch what would you say to them to encapsulate him as a human being? Um remember I said 20 words I know how you get.
2: Oh, I can be very verbose.
0: No oh, shit. This, this nigga get long. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Remember, he said "a," not the
0: hard "r." <laughs> <He> so, <laughs> he and said Steve A. Thomas told him he could do Tom- that. Steve Thomas gave me the pass long ago. I'm just saying, my boy Steve, o you got, out there? You know, I got my end card in my Speak back up. pocket. D- Defend brother, bro. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. there you go, this Steve. Reach out, bro. Come on. I, I
2: got my my end card in my back pocket. There you go. Twenty um, words or less.
1: Who who? If you had to tell this, much like if you say, you know, Martin Luther King or John F. Kennedy, and you can say, "Great president," this, that, and the third.
2: I'll try to do it in 20 words or less. Okay. I will say compassionate, understanding, um, <coughs> verbose, very intelligent. Mm-hmm. And
1: Are you counting words? I am in Good. my head. Good. I saw <coughs> him doing the gimmick with his fingers. But it, it,
2: it, if I can just make it a paragraph instead of 20 words.
1: No, we have we have time constraints, bro. We got I a show know. to do. We, we can post-product.
0: Dude, we at 23 and a half. Seriously, minutes right we now. got shit to do.
1: I may I may kill my quick
0: hit
2: and just get to the questions.
0: <laughs> but
2: all I'm going to say about my dad is that he was probably one of the most compassionate, understanding, and tolerant people that I've known in my life. Doesn't give a shit whether you're black or white. Doesn't give a shit whether you're a Christian or a Jew. Doesn't give a shit about whether you're intolerant for certain behaviors. He was just him. Okay. And his his thought process to me means a lot, meant a lot, still does to mm-hmm. this day, and that's how I like to treat people. You know, not necessarily left or right, but he's getting long. But, kind of, fuck you guys. Come on, man.
0: You're, you're actually you ain't very, lying, bro. You're I'm a, watching a time tick by and I'm like, man. They went, we with, Mark again. is going to get angry. They, they, we went way, again. they
2: went way beyond 10 minutes. But These n- motherfuckers
0: are <laughs> killing me, man.
2: But this is a very sensitive topic. I understand. And, and he, he,
0: we're making allowances tonight. Yeah, we're going to we make a, a couple allowances. The viewers get a little, a, a little insight a, into I'm, a little gonna, bit more personal uh, so a little softer side. Yeah, eventually they, they, you need to human. show the soft side. We are fucking human beings, as much as and like, my wife says. And to Chris's I'm not. point
2: earlier, that people listen to podcasts and they say, "Oh, funny, ha ha," or "Oh, hey, soft sit." They never show. Hey, showed, hey, they, they, never, lip, sh- they rarely show their emotions. Liptards. We exposed a nerve tonight. That we that typical podcasters would not expose. All
1: right. Can I can I throw an executive decision out? Let's kill quick hits tonight, cause there, there's something I, I really need to get off my chest right now Go in ahead. regard to this subject. Go ahead. Um, I don't know how many months ago it was, but um if you're a wrestling fan, you know the name Bobby Eaton. Beautiful Bobby, he was part of the Midnight Express, and Jim Cornette has a very popular podcast, and I listen to it weekly. And that was, you know, his quote unquote quotation marks manager, but they were lifelong right. friends. And when Bobby died, you know, Jim does his show. He he goes through all the motions. And at the end, the co-host and producer, Brian Lass, says, Do you wanna make a comment about Bobby? And dude went on this 40 minute riff. Jim went to the depths and he, he said, There's this story, and there's this story, and this story. And, you know, at the end of it, Here's this guy, and going back to podcasters, sometimes don't have a heart, and you just think they're this, they're 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 just on all the time. Jim Cornette for the last two minutes of this show broke down in tears, and at the end he says, "I love you, Bobby Lee," and that's how they ended the show. No outro music, no nothing. It was for me. I'm like, wow. You know, I always thought to me, you know, Jim Cornette. Is this guy on television? I know he's a person. Right, I've seen him live. I've shook right. his hand, but he was he was always on. And when he broke down, it was like, okay, Jim Cornette's a human being. That's when I was that day years old when <laughs> well, I learned Jim Cornette was a, an emotional human being. Um, okay, I, I need to finish your point because I'm getting a text now from. Mr. Krieger's daughter, so please finish All your right, point. No,
2: so just wrapping it up, um this just shows that we're actual human people that give a shit about other people. And um to don't discredit us for being podcasters because we have these feelings. Um it, it means a lot to me. And and you know, every year I go through this with my dad and every year crystal go through this now with mort who sounds like an amazing fucking human being um and god rest his soul rest in peace and i hope you both well in the afterlife and that's really all i
0: have to to say all right everybody we are going to take a quick break and we will be right back for the main part of tonight's show
1: tito get me some tissue tito Welcome back. Um, We are putting the quick hits to the side tonight. Uh, Rather emotional first 2,499 minutes. And uh, for anybody who's still here, thank you very much. Uh, Tell your friends. Dysfunction Junction is the podcast to be at. Don't forget, if you have show ideas, critiques, praise, or whatever... Junction Dysfunction Show. Thank you, Herm. Junction Dysfunction Show. The
2: right email address, finally. I screwed up so many
1: times last week. I have to take the hit for that. I I am not well done. I am like medium rare right now.
2: Oh fuck you. Um that that's a shirt,
1: by the way. Well done, whatever. Um junction dysfunction show at gmail.com. Send anything you want. Um maybe if you're lucky, we'll read one of your emails on the air. Herm takes care of all the emails, so he'll be checking that. I'm gonna have to let you know now, I'm saving my quick hit till next week, and it involves a very special jacket of mine. So Tune in next week. I don't know if Lynch's quick hit is going to change, but he had a really good one. It probably will. Okay, but tonight we wanted a little getting to know you segment as a new podcast. So we each came up with five questions. We threw them in a hat. Herm is going to read every question. He's going to direct. So if he goes to Lynch first, we'll go around the table. Lynch, me, Herm. If he throws it to me first, it'll go me, Lynch, Herm. But these are just... Some of them are going to be fun. Some of them are going to pick your brain, but all of them are going to, I hope, have fun involved. Oh, give
0: you—that's yourself- kind of where I'm going with it. I, <clears throat> I don't know if the—I don't know if the format you described is exactly the way we're going to run it. We kind of ran a little long in the well, first. Well, you are running the show. No, I know that. Once so- you dip
1: your hand into that hat, this is <clears throat> we're your gonna, show.
0: We're going to call this the rest of this show "Questions from the Hat." All right. Yeah. Ooh, and that, and that might be in the name of the show and, and, when you see it on that's, the gimmick. That's how I'm going to title it. Slash, questions from the slash hat. Slash
1: emotional discharge.
0: Yep, yeah, <laughs> yep. Judge your um, Now I, I can't use guarantee that on how many questions we're going to get through no, tonight. No, fuck it.
1: We're going to get to all of them. We're going to be. I'm going to say this for <laughs> one person and one person only. Lynch, be brief.
2: <laughs> fuck
0: you.
1: <laughs> all right, we're gonna do our best not to today, get through questions. But I'm free Wednesday. Like,
0: we we got a half hour right now, we so we're gonna 15 try. Fifteen questions. We're gonna try and get through a bunch here. And we're gonna get all right. Both through. So it's got to be brief, and we're not looking for like the deep. Let's look, brief, motherfucker. Brief, See, brief. he's looking
2: at you. Uh, no come on, man. you know I'm verbose. That's
1: that's half of the problem. Tonight, all right, so we're gonna. I'm ki- the other
0: half. All right, so we're gonna kick it off with question number one all right we're going to start it off all right and here the question is who is your favorite president oh you're
1: pointing at me yeah start it uh mind. john f kennedy without question um he was trying to bring the country to a place where we could all get along and then one or more motherfuckers shot him in the head that's it
2: and i'm gonna to have to i'm gonna make it really succinct and brief donald
1: and- j trump right No. No,
2: motherfucker. I'm going to make it very succinct and brief and say I agree with that statement. Um, I think JFK was one of the best presidents in our history followed by Clinton.
1: I'll agree with that. Herm, who was the best president in your mind in Uh, US history? And if you say Andrew Jackson. Also
0: also a president who got shot in the head. Um... (laughs) Uh, I I don't know if this is a trend with good presidents or not. <laughs> yeah, I think um, it is. It, it, it may be. Um, uh, I'm a Lincoln fan. Okay, no, fantastic. I'm a Lincoln. Fan. Can I
1: can I throw a brief thirty second interlude in? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. When absolutely. I don't know the answer on Jeopardy, I answer James K. Polk. <laughs> why? <laughs> so uh, why? Because it's James K. Fucking Polk. He gets no love. But yeah, that's um, yeah. Kennedy, fantastic! Yeah, I, I, got, uh, a book, I got a I de- got a great book. I want I want you to read. I'll bring it next week.
2: Yeah, um, I I think Clinton was trying to bring back that.
1: Here he goes.
2: No, <laughs> give, me, give me thirty fucking seconds.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Go. Give me thirty, 30 fucking seconds. seconds.
2: Her,
0: Clinton brought... play the Jeopardy music.
2: Clinton brought back that feeling of let's make everybody matter, and we we we're, we're all equal. Okay. That's it. Really. Honestly, and that's what JFK was trying to do.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my co-host Stevie Wonder, and I'd like to thank and, <laughs> I'd the, like to and, the, and God's children. All right, Herm, next question.
0: All right. If you or were a professional wrestler, what would your theme music be?
1: Oh, gee. I knew who wrote that. Me too. <laughs> Why don't you start? Uh Look, my music I'm going to throw this one at Lynch.
2: Yeah. Uh, my music would be oh Jesus Christ! I have no idea. What I, what what what
1: song fits you the most? Like if you had to pick one song, what song is Lynch?
2: Uh, I want to say Disturbed and oh, what what was their popular like one hit wonder?
1: Even though they've had multi million albums over the last fucking twenty years. Or are you talking about Down with the sickness? Down with the sickness. Okay. Yes. Right now on my video game I have the vengeful one. But the one I always when they first put uh, add your own music is always been uh the kill switch engage version of Holy Diver. The attitude, the that, lyrics don't mean shit because it's all Dungeons and Dragons
0: bullshit, but that 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 attitude for that me. Is, kill switch engage choice. Holy Diver. Herm. Uh that's pretty easy. Um that would have to be um coaches. Nice
2: Wow Wow Digging Deep.
0: Uh well it, it a Explain lot of why, it, please. A lot of it has to do literally with production value. Um When think about the entrance to the song, it starts out with just the, the strumming of the guitar and it comes in kind of heavy and heavy and heavy, and then when it breaks in it's really a perfect moment for pyrotechnics and shooting off and coming through the window and it's just makes sense. And, All right. And, and basically the song is go ahead, do what you got to do. No, Fuck yeah. with me. Yeah, come come, come put on. It on me. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. Fuck bring around and find come out. Right. Go bring on, it on bitch. So, All right. So yeah, the song works and, and, and it has production value
1: you know and i and going back to the kill switch engage you're like you're da, 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 and it's thicker than dio and i love dio you guys know i, I all know, i love dio but the way kill switch hit those guitars like bop, 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 bop. it was thicker it was rougher it was it was and in my my little character throws his arms out in the jesus christ pose and he walks to the ring and he stands there looking at the crowd like fuck you just fuck you and that's me in real life, just without the music. And I, uh, your choice was fantastic, too. Good point. That was good. Good point. It, it, and that's what I think. When you watch these shows, it has to. If you're not putting your personality out there, you're going to fail.
2: Well, like down with the sickness is my <gasps> attitude completely. You yeah. Know. You don't like me? Fuck you.
1: All. I, all he needed was just one. Fuck. Yeah. All right. Herm's got all questions. Right. We've right. got Next answers. One
0: here it is. All right, I'm going to start.
1: We may not even need another <clears throat> break. We're, we're blowing through this. this we're doing good. this. This is doing all right. We're doing, doing good. All right. all right, so. Tell your friend,
0: tell your friend it that the chef gimmick schnabitz that you work at, this is another good episode to listen yes. to. Yes. One band that everyone thinks is great. They've sold a shitload oh, of Christ. albums. <laughs> they have a huge following. But you think they completely suck? Nickelback
1: next. <laughs> Chris already knows. He said it. Nickelback next.
0: All right. So Chris has answered his question. That's that's pretty easy. Do do
1: you know? Do I get like five more seconds, or am I just <laughs> am, I, am I pigeonholed with just saying Nickelback well, next? I
0: mean, I, you can expound a little. They fucking suck, dude. They're. Their producer should get great, great... You know who produced one of the-
1: their albums is Mutt Lang, and Mutt Lang has produced... You know, Metallica. The- Metallica. Does, he does Def great, great shit.
0: Their producer is fabulous. His Their- former
1: wife, uh, Shania Twain. He's yes. kind of like
0: me. He takes what he gets and makes it sound fucking amazing. You can suck my ass right here, right now. <laughs> so
1: I'm going to say. <laughs> can I finish, please? Just, just yes, 10 so- seconds, please. All right, go yes, ahead. They should play music. Um, when, when Silver Side Up came out, I heard, you know, this is how you remind me. And never again, I thought, wow, this band has got a lot to offer. They're thick. They're, they're powerful. They're whatever. And then. Everything they did after that, with the possible exception of Side of a Bullet, which was a Dimebag Daryl riff and a tribute to Dime, um, everything sounds the same. They suck out loud. And the fact that Zach Wild put him on a song with uh, 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 My Darkest Days, Porn Star Dancing, yes. and had Chad Kroger come in and do that one line, I'm like, dude, I love this song, but I can't listen to that five-second interlude where Chad Kroger sings. Fuck Nickelback, fuck Gaspar Gomez, and fuck the, the fucking Diaz, Diaz brothers. brothers. All right, fuck just, them all.
0: Uh, DJ Point of View, um, on that song, there's actually a mix that of it that was done... With ludicrous, yes, I love that and version. The version of with ludicrous actually hits harder, thumps better, oh, yeah. rocks better uh-huh. than the than the other version. You're preaching to the choir at this point. Uh, oh no, who was that preaching? So, Which so tell was, me why
2: Nickelback sucks. So, to my counterpoint to your your point here, here we go. Just why, answer the fucking question about, about why counter, Nickelback sucks because they, they suck. suck. Again. They do suck. So. My question is, does, does the amount of records they sell equate to how value like what their value is on the market?
1: No, because um Justin Bieber has sold 50 bazillion records and still sucks. It it has to do with a fad. It has to do with a, a, a moment in time, if you will. Um Millie Vanilli sold a lot of records. How'd that turn out?
2: Not not so good for them.
1: Bingo. Uh,
0: but uh, Pretty but good. you br- used one of their, I use I used one of their beats as as on a third deck. But all how the did time.
1: it turn out overall? Overall, it sucked. But here, let's go well, back. To, let's oh, go back to two yeah, weeks ago.
0: Financially, or in the court of public opinion?
1: In court, in general, when they got sued.
0: Oh well, you know that you know, the prostitution
2: that? rest, Your Honor. <laughs> Heard. I'm going to go back to two weeks ago. Uh huh. When you agreed with me that Miley Cyrus. That no, was, was last week. Last week, week rather was a talented musician. And what were our thoughts previous to that? Our thoughts were That she sucked donkey dick. Exactly. You can always go back and reflect on What is your answer by the way? They suck. But no, what is your answer? No, what is answer, one I, Was I it Nickelback?
0: His, his answer to this question
1: Was your answer Nickelback? Cuz you've kind of danced around this for about 4 minutes. No, I it is Nickelback. Okay,
2: cuz now we hear We Herm's talked about answer. It, We talked about it last week, Jesus Christ.
1: Herb? Stevie Wonder Jones, <laughs> I love you, man. But yeah.
2: I just oh, call to all say, right, "All right, I got to hear." Is it. Very easy. I love you. This is
0: very easy. Rush. Thank you.
2: Oh fuck you.
0: Thank you. Tell him. Tell oh, him. My. Tell him.
1: Tell him. Oh, tell him about Radio Free
0: Five Minutes. Okay, so oh. and 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 I'll get into it because it isn't so much. Because of the musical ability musical of are
1: fantastic. They're the most amazing took, band.
0: Okay, I got to be honest. I have software, and when I listen to a Rush song on my DJ software, I have a program that uses what's called Stems, and it will um, digitally remove lyrics. And I have taken the entire Rush's Greatest Hits album and digitally removed Getty fucking Lee from Thank it. God. And... I gotta be honest. It's the best fucking album I've ever listened to. Other than to. Dream
1: Theater, they're the most amazing technical band. Getty, on Earth. Getty uh, Getty Getty. My
0: my issue with Rush is Getty Lee. It's his voice. It's the sound of his voice. If I had something that sounded like it, look, I know it's whiny. I I don't. E- it's like a I'm horse. Down got- with their political thing and their whole thing. It's and like and a horse got punched in and the walls. I get it. His voice fucks it up. It's like a horse got punched in his balls, and I understand that. It's just kind of whiny. But and I can't get just past doesn't, it. I can't get past it. But me, musically? I can, I, I can, I We're just on the said same that. page, musically. No, But... but and but it, Alex Lysen. The I whole was, band is fucking
1: the... technically amazing, but God, once Getty opens his mouth, it it's sounds like fucked. a Chinese guy with a head cold. <laughs> for for real. In the thing it's thing with The gilded cage. It's so Fuck off.
0: Fucking bad, dude. Oh man. Can watch. we move it's along? Because brush. if
1: not, we're gonna be talking about how much Rush sucks for 30 minutes, <laughs> for minute. and Lynch is gonna want to stab us. All right.
0: So, all right. So, who's the biggest influence in your life? Oh, God, you have
1: to ask this today, right? Um, I can think of three, and I'm just going to throw them out in random order. My grandfather, Gene Simmons, and Mort Krieger, um, for different reasons. Uh, My grandfather taught me a strong work ethic. Uh, Gene Simmons taught me that the American dream is real, and Mort Krieger taught me that no matter what you do in your life, the only person you really have to answer to is the one you look at in the mirror.
2: Every fucking day. And I will uh, piggyback on that and say, my dad, my dad, my dad. <laughs> all three? Uh, so, well. There has to be one other. All right. So my dad and a couple of my educators, as we discussed earlier. Right. Uh, my dad for always pushing me to a challenge and to look straight on upon um, what bothers you in life. Uh, my educators, because they also challenge me and would put me put they would put me in the corner and say, "Fight your fucking self away from this, mm-hmm. fight out of it, and let's figure out where you as a person, where your compass compass lays." Wow, fantastic! And I I, I just think it's it, it, it just good people. You know what I mean? It's it's not necessarily um, their personality. Mm-hmm. its Maybe their just... Oh, fuck. It's, it's just their influence.
1: Okay, and I don't like the fact that he's opening the next question before he answers the one at hand. So fuck you sideways, Herm. Because you're prepping yourself, well, and this is horseshit. I'm
0: not prepping myself. This actually. is horseshit I'm, on a stick. When I'm,
1: After you're done answering, you pick the next question. You, sir... May fuck off. You're almost banned from the show, but you have to read these. No so, ban. No, no ban. ban. We're, we're we're taking away ban from the show tonight. Uh, fuck All right, me. Herm. Who's right. your biggest influence? Um, you heard mine. You heard <clears throat> Lynch's. I've got two. Um,
0: um, um the, is not a person. Let's the, go. <laughs> I'd oh. say the biggest influence in my life is my dad. Mm um he's kind of my rock mm-hmm. um he's big leonard he's, my man he's made some mistakes and he's 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 dealt with them um i've seen him make mistakes and correct himself um and it took me a long time to realize he was a really pretty cool fucking dude
1: i knew that the first day <clears> i met <throat> him i ain't gonna lie to you
0: uh, so yeah, like my my biggest influence has been my dad. So yeah, and um, this my second, um, is Julia Child. Nice,
2: I Fantastic. That's a huge influence too, because she is so, she was so prolific. Yeah, in, like, in like her her career. I like look where where she came from. Well,
0: oh, I, I know the whole story. I've got a book, I, all that, all her book. I I love her to it. death. Um, uh, I used to go home, and I, I would I would get off the bus, and I would get off the bus, you know where, yeah. at the bottom of the hill from where my parents lived. You'd get off the bottom of the and hill, I'd have Norman to Drive, uh, and, right have the to go. and have yeah, to yeah, yeah. run up to my, my parents. Because
1: the bus ain't going up that fucking hill.
0: Nope. My car barely made it up that hill. <clears throat> so I'd have to get up at the bottom of the hill and then walk home. I would run home so that I could make it home in time from when I got out of school so that I could catch the beginning of Julia Child on fucking PBS.
1: I was a, I was more of a fan of Yan Can Cook. And if Yan Can Cook, you so can, can you. you. All right, now, next question, my man.
0: All right, next Better question not suck. is, what's one thing you would change about society today? Ooh. Go ahead, bro. Um... <clears throat> instant
2: judgment
1: wow fantastic
2: uh you look at a person and you don't know, really know them based upon their ethic their their morals their whatever what what have you and they you make an instant judgment about them about whatever movement they're behind at the time Mm-hmm. um you and I both know how I feel about Black Lives Matter, Madam. Yeah. You know, I I think that. And this, if we were monetized on a, on, a, on YouTube, mm-hmm. this would demonetize us. But I think, oh yeah, all lives within
0: are. minutes. Yeah, but you'd be surprised who it might monetize though. Yeah, right. True. Oh, well,
2: that's the, that's the-, the folks at Downey
0: might love us. I'm not not pitching. I'm just saying that... that Junction Dysfunction
1: Show, if you want to... Junction Dysfunction Show
2: at gmail.com if you want to sponsor the show. I think all lives matter. Whether you're black, white, Asian, uh, Jamaican, whatever the fuck you are or identify as, you matter to me. Mm -hmm. Because at some point in my life, I've come across you. I've... I've or I've been <laughs> you. I I have been there with you. I've I've lived through your turmoil. I've lived through your 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 judgment. Oh, bro, what the fuck is Brooke? I don't know. It's, we're not getting it. it we're not I'm getting it. it in the feed tonight. It's all okay. good. We can hear it though. Um, yeah. But it's just you are who you are, no matter what you stand for, and I accept you. For that to this be is why that, we can't have nice things to be that person. I'm not gonna judge you because instantly, because you know, you look a certain way, mm-hmm. like a kid with purple hair. I don't give a fuck. That, you do, you man, mm-hmm. you do, you uh, and, uh, and I'll, I'll, what, m- what, Mike say something, say
0: that's a glass table. Oh my god,
1: <laughs> that'll come up in a couple of weeks. Dude, that's a glass table.
2: <laughs> Fuck me running. Okay. Um no, I love what you had to say. No, I, I just I just feel that, you know, no matter who you are as a person, I'm not gonna like lay judgment on you and make you feel minor to my to my belief.
1: Okay. Mine kind of piggybacks yours and I would change cancel culture. Um the 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 reason we have the system we have within the courts and everything else is innocent till proven guilty. Right. However, like we were off air talking about the Kyle Rittenhouse case, which I will bring up in a week or two. Once the verdict comes in, if the verdict comes in in one or two weeks, right. Um, they're already labeling people and you know, you can go to, uh, Allison Williams from ESPN who said, you know, I had COVID, I have natural immunity now. I don't want to get the jab. I'm trying to have a baby. You know, studies show that the jab might affect my fertility. And ESPN said, "Thank you, fuck you, bye." Um, no, which, look, which I think is totally unfair. Correct. Now, to me, remember the reason you get vaccinated is to protect yourself. Your vaccination doesn't protect everyone else. This is from an actual doctor, and I'm hoping to get her on the show. I, I'm, I'm working her. Guys, I'm working her. I'm trying to get the doctor. That's the only way I'm saying her name. The doctor on the show to dispel the rumor that if I get vaccinated, somehow it protects everybody. No, a vaccination protects you. Except in certain things like measles, mumps, and rubella. You can still be vaccinated, like me, and carry the COVID and pass the COVID. So the cancel culture thing... You know, if you say something like Dave Chappelle or Allison Williams or Matthew McConaughey or a lot of these people that are, you know, you can be anti-vax and I'm still going to dig you. You can be pro-vax and I'm still going to dig you. But cancel culture needs to fucking stop today. Herm, what's your answer?
0: Uh, I think my answer to the one thing that would change about society is the. The the the. Oversensitivity. Thank you. I think I think the oversensitivity is <clears throat> is what leads to both of your issues. Yeah, true. Um, and that's not to say that I'm a heartless fuck. And, well,
1: uh, in certain situations, you know. I mean, I'm just trying part, to be honest, bro. Uh, I,
0: I hear you. No, I, uh, that's not I, to say that I don't. I'm not. I don't have a heart. That's not to say that I don't believe that people have, <clears> the <throat> right to live their lives. I just don't think. I think we before we pass judgment on who the people that came before us were, we need to understand who ourselves are first. Exactly. Um, and, and, and 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 we are changing, and. <clears throat> I don't think the same way that my grandfather thought and he is. doesn't there think the same yeah. way that his grandfather thought. So things are changing. <clears throat> Excuse me. But excused. Things take things take time. Well, and it, I think it, as long as we have a continual steady progression towards that 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 utopian thing that everybody wants to have right fucking now. I think that's the good thing. I think when it truly stops, then we've got a problem.
1: Amen. Amen. This, Can it, I say something real quick? Yeah. Well, I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> to you,
2: my man. Well, to it, you. It, it's generational, too. And, and of course. And like the point he brought up, it was like he's that, he doesn't have the same thought as his grandfather. He doesn't have the same thought as his father. It, it You have to evolve beyond your... Beyond your... Uh, comfort zone at certain points mm-hmm. to understand exactly what people are thinking amen and, and you know what I I I stand behind a hundred 150 fucking percent. look I say we go no
1: break Jones let's just keep doing this I'm yeah. having too much fun I'm good with it all right. Go. All, right. all right
0: next question next, next question. question is is uh what's your favorite film and why oh who who's gonna start you uh I have so some... Many for so different many. No, for, I have one. They're like they were like no All right.
1: Lynch is right. I'm gonna start. Scarface. Um it's a love story, it's a tragedy, it's a horror movie, it's a comedy, it's a drama, it's everything in one movie. And you watch, much like I said Gene Simmons is being a personal hero of mine earlier, right. um, Tony Montana, criminal at, criminality aside, comes to America in search of the American dream unfortunately, he goes about it the wrong way. So right there, you have the drama. How do I create the American dream? Then you have the love story. He meets Elvira. Of course, he shoots Frank Lopez to get her, but that's another story for another time. You have the, you, it, It's everything in one two-hour and 33-minute film that is probably, in my opinion, next to The Godfather, the most perfect piece of film ever made. That's- Lynch? Go. All right,
2: so my answer was the Godfather one and yeah, the Godfather two. I, I, I gotta go, with that boy. One too. That's look what look they, they did to my, my boy.
1: boy. Okay, oh, uh, 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 I'm glad you said I, that. I, I, Please, I, can I interject? Uh, uh, Have you seen and just Godfather one? Not I love Godfather two and the new recut of Godfather three made it palatable. Just one yeah. and just Godfather I, two. Come, the best quote was uh, was me, uh, me, Fredo. I can do things, day. Mikey. I'm smart. Um... Have you ever seen You've Got Mail? Yes, and they're and they're chatting back and yes. forth, and he says, "Everything I know about life, I learned from The Godfather." That's right. Yes. What do I do? Leave the gun, Run, take, take the take cannoli. cannoli. What day is it? Monday, <laughs> Monday Tuesday, Monday, Thursday, Monday, Saturday. Monday. Monday. <laughs> Everything you need to know is in The Godfather. Thank you. That, that my second favorite film of all time. One uh, A might be The Wizard of Oz.
2: Well, oh, okay, I'll I'll take that as. But a point. it's a one A. The Godfather tells the classic immigrant story. Yeah. You come to, come to America, to live the dream. Much like Scarface. Much like Scarface. I was just
0: going to say Although it's sideways very to Scarface. It's It's sideways. Love, it's right, but it's a love story. Yeah. It's a, a triumph over over When Sonny gets it on the story. Causeway, I cry
2: every time. Every I fucking time. love that guy. Well, well, it, you have two two love stories in that mo- in that series. You have <laughs> Michael boy. and Kay, Kay, yep. and you have Michael and the business, the business. Oh, the the closing scene of that film. Adding a third part to that. Go ahead. You have the Michael and the Italian girl, who he marries Apollonia. Apollonia, who he marries secretly in Italy while he's while
1: he's on the run
2: for while, shooting the cop while he's while he's whatever the fuck he called it back in the day, but but he's on the run. Yeah. And he... That was the Italian version of
1: witness protection. I shot a cop. I'm going to send you to Palermo. And you're, don't ever come back here. You're going to fucking live in the hills for two years. And that's the way it's well, going to go. The, per, that's, the,
0: the
2: that's best scene... That's the in Guinea
0: the, witness protection program. Yeah. Right the the best, oh, there. wow. Nation Look girls. at you. Nice. The best
2: scene in The Godfather Part 1 is when... I, the name name is escaping me, but when he's instructing Michael how to use the gun, uh, uh, Clemenza, Clemenza, love that
1: fucking movie. You you can't no. Oh, go ahead, please.
2: You walk in. It, the The guns are be taped to the back of the toilet, and then you shoot him Put it down. Don't look at anybody Drop in it. the eye.
1: Yeah. Don't even finish your meal. Just go. Just go. Don't look at anybody, don't do a fucking thing. And fuck off sideways. Yes. And to me,
2: that is This is the
1: best question so far, I gotta say.
2: <laughs> this is like you do a whole fucking movie episode. <laughs> this is like what immigrants went through when they came to America. It's just do your thing. Do your own thing and do 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 you how the best you can. Don't fucking worry about everybody else. That scene is like Oh Jesus! Oh Christ! This that scene is like paramount to how the American experience was to an immigrant. I'm going to
1: take you one one step further. To me, the best scene was Sonny hunting down Carlo after he whooped the shit oh, out of you know, the Jesus Christ the wife. beating the fucking shit yeah. out of him with a gun. And he says, "If you ever touch my sister again, I'll kill you." And it leads to Sonny being killed on the causeway.
2: yeah, you know, one action impacts the other. And it was Bazzini. Yeah, but his reaction to that... But that's how the families worked back then. You hit one, you hit them all. Well, and that reaction, that action by Sonny is what caused that whole turmoil. We're going
1: to call an Audible soon. We're going to have a movie episode. This oh, is gonna we be have good. to. I need to know your answer, Herm. What is the best movie ever made? It's The Godfather. Okay. I'm in agreement. I'll put Godfather at one B because to me, Scarface... But they're interchangeable depending on the and week. I'll,
2: I'll throw Goodfellas in there too. Oh my God! Because so that, good. That is fuck you a, pay me. That is a, a, again a, a, a snippet of.
1: <laughs> Stop. Okay. So I have a I have a client with the last name Rossi. I think I told you this story. And Janice as I'm driving, Rossi! as I'm driving, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm picturing Karen, but hello superintendent you have a whore living in two Janice Rossi stay away from
3: my husband <laughs> okay
1: but. so we're all in agreement these are would you disagree with can we put Godfather and scarface on equal on equal ground
2: I would I, yeah I, I would put yeah. Godfather yeah scarface I
1: might go the opposite way Good but fellas. yes.
2: Like one ABC,
1: and because with Wizard of Oz at a solid number two.
2: Wizard of Oz is basically. Let's not go too deep, Lynch. No, but, no. I'm just saying that is another. That's, that's, that's a shirt. Where we that's were a shirt. Let's not movie. go too deep, Lynch. <clears throat> that's a, a another snapshot of where we were in the time All right. of our country. It's it's All right. it's
0: timeless. Go ahead. We got a. Right, we got next the question. question. Here it is. All right, one person, alive or dead, for dinner that you'd like to sit down. And have dinner with, and why?
2: Ooh, that's a good one. I,
1: I took this. Lynch takes this one. I took the last one.
0: Um,
2: Jesus Christ! Uh, that's you can't, my, you, that's you, actually my choice, <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: I, and <laughs> I'm not and I'm not being shitty about it. No, my, that that's uh,
1: my one A. Seriously, I,
2: um, I, I would I would like to talk. To we you. may get out of this in three minutes or less. <laughs> my be, my one A would be. Uh, oh my God. Uh, you just need a one.
0: Now I have. It's like, just one. Oh Christ! It's one. Here we go. There's no one A on this. It's one. My There's co-host one Stevie choice. Wonder. You know what? I'll I'll go back to Jesus.
1: Okay, Jesus was my one A, but my my one. My right, now, like
0: now we get like seven minutes on why.
1: Nope. No. <laughs> my one my one a is jesus i think everybody wants to sit down and have dinner with jesus and and kind of pick his brain and what did you go through and the whips and and, and you're you're trying to save the world and you're trying to create whatever the fuck this one's
0: <sighs> mine's not even because of that it's completely different
1: i just you know I, you know picking the brain is is always the most important but i guess my my number one
2: would be jfk but Jesus runs a close second. I think I think Jesus, because of what he went through and his. He, the he, biggest question would be why. why? Why did you sacrifice your life for something that you didn't really. Not, not, not you didn't know. know. See, for me,
0: for me, it's. Go com- ahead, please. It's completely different. Okay. Um, I'm not real big. On You're religion. trying to figure
1: out how to turn water into wine, aren't you?
0: No, nah. Nah. all right. No, nah, nah. I know how to turn brisket into fucking heaven. Yes, you do. Nah, Jesus can't do that shit. You don't know enough smokers Jesus, back then. Look, I'm still. You, you know what miracle I'm trying to figure the fuck out as a Feel sound tense. man. Field no. tense. How the fuck did Jesus talk to five thousand fucking people just standing there? Yeah, I can't do it with three hundred people without a sound man. How <laughs> That's the fuck you talk point. to five thousand fucking a, people? That just is a fucking there, great. Just point. sitting there talking on a rock. Well, back then, mm. you know... His sound man was the real motherfucking savior. <laughs> he had a producer like Big Herm. That's all, all right. i can say. So here's the reason I want to talk to Jesus, and I'll do it in like th- three minutes. It comes down to basically, I'm not real big on religion. However, I think if you're going to go with religions, I think the Jews have it correct. I, uh, I agree. I agree as well. I can't they, disagree. They, 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 they acknowledge that Jesus was a person. He was a he teacher. He was a Jew. He was a Jew, excuse me. He was a teacher and a preacher and somebody of that descent.
1: Kind of like someone we just talked about earlier, right?
0: Right. I think what he he did what he did because of who he was. All right, I don't need to ask him why he did what he did. I'm pretty sure I understand why he did. He was, but do we? He was a better. I think he was a better type of human being. I really, truly want to find out if he's the motherfucking savior or if he was just a man. Great point. Well, and and fantastic, to, dude!
1: Up high, right here. That oh that, my god! To that point, wow. man Are you really just watch straight us. up?
0: Watch this! Watch this! Are you really a, this, just a savior, or are you just a man, my man? Because I think you're just a man and I think there's a lot of attributes that have been given to you for the sake of a story and for the sake of re- religion being used as a form of government. My man, my only concern do we for you need is to, I that's, pre- that's the question. I appreciate question. Exactly. all of what you did and exactly. what you did for anybody and oh why you God. did it. My question is are you the savior or are you just like. Or are or, or you like the Jews think you're just a man and a teacher? As are a, you just are you just Mort Krieger, or oh wow. or are you the savior? As
1: a Christian, I'm going to say this: Inquiring minds need to know.
0: Well, and it
2: goes back to his point, but like what Mike just said is that you you portray yourself as a man, but you fell on the sword yep. that was. You know, you're going to be the savior of humanity.
3: Right
1: from the day he was born, and, he was told, you're, "You're the son of God." And, and, I'm sorry, Joseph was pissed. You better be the son of God.
2: Well, that's a big fucking <laughs> that's, a, that's a big that's, fucking hat to carry, dude. For, Sam Peterson, for go ahead
0: you we quickly. Don't, we don't know that's what he was told. We know that that's the way the story was written. Six hundred years but later. Correct, but then again, that's we what, don't. That's the reason. You could for say the that. Ab-
1: you could say that about all of history, though. Seriously, you could say that about all of history. Do we know that this is factual?
0: To an extent, because yes, we, we weren't do.
1: there. But well, history and, is told by the winners.
0: What
2: well, we agree with that. Well, and that's why I right, I, I always but, bring argument about you know, who the, were
0: the, you know, the King James Bible. Who? Correction. Who are the winners have, in the Catholic religion? Seems like an awful lot of white people, not and people then you from have the, the Middle East. I so. agree with that. And then you have
2: the New Testament, I'll which was written it. by European somebody white else. Yes. People, it's all interpretation, but the moral of the stories and and what they put in the Bible are good stories. Yeah. There, except
1: for the burning bush, the talking snake, yeah,
0: all, and all that bullshit, and certain other bullshit. Right, the, it's a story written for. Teaching purposes, correct.
2: But the on morality, but the morality of 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 those stories, to me, it travels well because it it, it teaches children <coughs> and people who ha- maybe have a little difference of not opinion, but a, a little difference of indifference about their life, how to ha- handle themselves. Correct, and. T- treat those how you want to be treated. At
1: the end of the day, that's why they call it faith.
2: Right. And it's not necessarily belief. It's yeah. faith. Faith goes a lot further than belief. I, believe, I can believe I can believe that Satan lives in my fucking attic. I, I can can't also, confirm or deny. I can also believe that Jesus watches over me. And Jesus was an actual person that walked and lived this planet. Mm-hmm. Okay, It's documented. It's, it's undeniable.
1: But then again, history can be manipulated. And I don't want to
2: get too deep into and the you weeds can, on this. And that's the problem. You can spin that in any fucking direction you want to and say that, well, you know, Jesus lived and died on this planet, but was he actually the Messiah?
1: I'd love to see 2,000 years from now how they view... Putting brain kid sniffer but let's
0: go to the next question herm all right my man we got like seven minutes left no we have
1: <laughs> if we have to split this one dude I- I- these questions are fantastic all right
0: all right all right so this is this is a, this is kind of a repeat um it's who is the biggest influence in your life
1: well i think we covered that we'll just throw that uh, one yeah, we'll, that we'll put out, that in the, all in right. the yeah, yeah, yeah All right, okay if we have to split this episode guys be be prepared
0: all right uh let's see uh, here we go. This is a Burns question. I can tell you about it. Writing. Oh Jesus Christ! What one actor would you bring back from the dead? And bonus question: What role would they play?
1: Ooh. Yeah, I thought about this oh. long and hard. And if you don't mind me taking the oh, role, man. um, Philip Seymour Hoffman can is I have the. Another f- beer? Absolutely. Ooh. Talk so we don't have dead air, please.
0: Yeah. Um, this question is kind of is heavy. It's very similar to a question One gimmick that I and asked. four Cokes, so Heard, you know. One gimmick and, and four
1: the cokes. one gimmick is mine, so fuck off sideways. Heard. Um For me, it was Philip Seymour Hoffman. He could play any role. And when I saw Moneyball and he played Art Howe, who was a tall, lanky, skinny man. Right. But you believed that short, fat Philip Seymour Hoffman was Art Howe of the Oakland Athletics. You bought that. Right. So I'd bring him back, but here's the caveat. <clears throat> I've always I wish as as a wrestling fan as a kid, I would love to see Philip Seymour Hoffman play Bobby the Brain Heenan.
2: Oh, he And he, he, he would, would nail perfect. it. He would be fucking perfect for it. Oh that.
1: my god. And he was just such a versatile actor that he could bring Bobby Heenan onto the big screen and make it believable. <clears throat> You see how I did that in about 45, 50 seconds. Yeah, fuck you, Stevie. Never mind. Go ahead. Uh,
2: Who would you I bring back? I just called to say um, <laughs> that. That's really a tough question because, like, you you know me in movies. Yep. Same here. How I feel about how compassionate? Like, no, I'm all, looking around the room. Yeah. Look around the room. You have memorabilia and fucking posters and shit. Get to the
1: point, Whoopi. Let's um, go. Fuck you.
0: <laughs> are we are we going to run long again? We're
1: we're probably splitting this episode.
2: <laughs> so, one of my horror icons. It's too good though. Yeah, one of my horror icons. I'm looking right at him right there. Bela Lugosi. Oh, nice. He was just he embodied every role he took upon. Dracula. Um any of those guys from that 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 silver era of of cinema, uh, Bella Lugosi, Lon Chaney Jr. Oh, great choice. I mean, like how, how can you not want to bring that person back to do a, a a horror role today and just see what they could do with it. Practically instead of fucking CGI. Right.
1: You know, don't want to stop you, but you can edit the, edit this in post. What's our timestamp right now?
0: We're good right now. Keep it going.
1: Okay. Um, at some point, I will welcome you out, and we'll welcome you back in for ep- for part two, like we did in episode one. So, edit all of this out and post if you have to. Go ahead, Lynch. Sorry, but
2: uh, like somebody like Bill O'Gosi or Lon Chaney Jr. or uh, heroes of that ilk from that time frame. I mean, dude, you believed that he was the Wolf Man. You believed he was Dracula. You understood. And he gave a passion to the to the part. Um, I'm very old school movie. Uh, I, I I appreciate the old horror movies. You know me. I love horror, my my horror flicks. So I would go anybody in that genre, okay, so to speak. Um, I I don't think that it's unreasonable to say that I I think that would apply today. Because more horror movies today are going less and less It's more slasher now. Well they're going, versus versus they're, suspense and intrigue. Halloween is the scariest fucking movie I saw. The I first was, one. The first one. When Amen. I was a kid. And guess what? Amen. Zero fucking blood. Zero blood. It's what you didn't see. That it's what made you didn't see, see that scared the shit out of you. Kind sh- of like
1: Scarface. Exactly. You don't see Angel Fernandez being chopped up. You see the blood scored against the wall. You
2: you see the aftermath. You yeah. don't see the actual act, and that's what what makes. See,
1: Herm's smiling. He he he's agreeing with this point. Motherfucker.
0: It's not well. It, it's it's not, not what you see. It's, it's what, not you what you don't see. The sexiest the sexiest bedroom scene. Is not when you see her tits come out and see it's her what you vagina. see when when the it's the when sheets you flow. It's when the way it when it's when the director cuts it just right, and you see the negligee hit the floor and her step out of it and it's, it's that that that. It's not always about what you see. Sometimes it's about what's what's allowed. What you what you allow your brain to create in your head—it's kind of that whole thing that makes a book. You're right. Uh, awesome is that it's it's a movie that you create in your head, and when a movie allows you to do that in your head, it's <clears throat> it's, it's it's usually a better movie.
2: Yeah, it it gives you that uh, sense of oh fuck that's this is my horror this is my. Um. this is what scares your shit out of me. It's what you don't see. It's not what you see. It's what you don't see. And that, I think, is a very lost art on most horror movies
0: today. Yep, I agree. And now, as far as I'm concerned, to answer this question, uh, I would bring back John Candy. Oh, I loved him. And, I loved him so um much. this actually ties into one of my questions in the hat um <clears throat> uh bonus question was I would have John candy play me in the movie <laughs> about my life what well, you, you know what um, And that that there it is right there okay do
1: y'all see the hat I'm wearing right now yeah to get her done. Yeah. Somebody asked me one time if there was a movie made about your life, who would you want to play you? I said, Larry the Cable Guy. Too easy.
0: Like John Beer Candy swilling, just Beer-swilling, redneck,
1: fucking... NASCAR-loving. But you know, no, you, knowing you as see, long as
0: I have... Just John Candy. John just Candy. Shave yeah. his head, turn, turn it a little gray, he's a little heavy, it, just do it. It makes sense. John Candy would just it, totally it rock It fucking me. makes sense. That may be... He would totally
2: rock As me. far as this question...
1: <clears throat> No offense to myself or Lynch. You nailed it, kid.
2: You Absolutely. nailed it. I, I, it. Like, he he was like the sweetest guy on the fucking planet and very well-respected. He was uh,
1: willing to take Bug and drill him through the head and put him in the the, the trunk in Uncle Buck. Yeah. Nat. Oh, gone too Bug? soon. Gone way. <laughs> you right. He's my
0: hero when it comes to breakfast pancakes. Yes, <laughs> like, sir. With the shovel, shovel and the gimmick. As a chef, like, literally, that's like my thing. We did. Went. When did you worked, do that? When I worked at Odita, this this we did um, what we called we did a giant pancake. Okay, this was a pancake that we served in a sixteen inch pizza box. Uh huh. Okay, Holy so shit. it's a sixteen inch pancake. The spatula that we used to turn them was a modified snow shovel. Yep, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Was a modified stainless steel snow shovel. That we'd cut the handle on and they had taken up to the shop and flattened it out and made it a spatula. But yes. And that was it was, I was like, I am I was in as I was in my glory. You're in Chef Heaven. Yeah. I was making Uncle Buck pancakes every <sighs> fucking Sunday. And then we had something called a s'morzilla, which means Oh what now?
1: Smorzilla. Okay.
0: It was two of those big-ass fucking pancakes with chocolate chips and graham crackers in them that you'd flip and cook, and Mm -hmm. then you'd slather it with fluff and more chocolate chips. For those of you on the
1: West Coast, fluff is a marshmallow confection. Shut
0: up, asshole.
1: Fluff is God's way of telling us he loves us. He loves us.
0: All right, and then... (laughs) <laughs> then we'd put another pancake on top of it uh-huh. with more fluff, and you do this at Camp Odita. Yep, I'm and coming out next summer. Yep, I don't it's, give a
1: fuck if I camp. I just want to eat the fucking gimmick.
0: Yep, we, just two giant pancakes with fluff and yep. Sm- All right, smorazilla.
1: guys. Episode one, episode three point one is coming to an end. Make sure you listen to episode 3.2, which is coming up right after you listen to this. Just hit play next on your gimmick, and you're going to hear the rest of the
0: questions. Yeah, yeah, we'll be right back.
1: Welcome to episode 3, part 2 of We've Got Questions, We've Got Answers, and Emotional Discharge. Let's go with some more questions.
0: Um, With the owner of a silver Volkswagen Jetta... Please report to the parking lot. Your lights are on. Oh, fuck. I'll be right back. <laughs> God damn it. This
1: happens every goddamn time. I swear to Christ, I turn those summonses off as
0: Well, that's interesting. You can't bring them anywhere. All right. No, you can't. All right. So here it is. All right. Next question. You've just been elected president of the United States. What would your first official executive act be? Ooh,
2: that's a interesting uh, topic. You're welcome. Uh, My lights are uh, off now. By the way, excellent. What would I do? What would the, the, the first thing you would do as president? There are so many things that you could like dive into, but. Um, I would try, try to do my best to make the economy a better situation than we are right now. Look, look at what the long, long term game is versus the short game. Um, Can you see the look on Herm's face? He's thinking. He's waiting for
1: this to come around to him.
2: A short game is let's reduce taxes. Let's let let, let let's tax the people th- that. Can actually afford to be taxed. You know, it, it sucks that you're looking at the higher income people. But if you make two, three, four million dollars a year, you got the money to spend. Why put the burden on our shoulders, who are the blue collar workers that go out every day to Earn a living, and tax us to death, and put that burden on us. We'll, we'll, let's look at the broad game, and not, not, not look at. I, I don't know. I, it, You're looking at the end game rather than the short game, right? I, it, the end game is let's make every everything fair and equitable to between the guy who works at Cumberland Farms to the guy who works at. Ace Hardware to the guy that works at fucking ShopRite to the guy that works at
1: IBM, Amazon, Jeff Bezos, whoever.
2: So you kind of like, you take baby steps to get to that point. And the problem being is that the baby steps are we impact the people who don't have enough to be taxed. They're struggling to put a fucking meal on a table. Yeah. And we are overseeing. We have like oversight, just kind of turn a blind eye to the people that can actually afford it, right? And which was part of my quick hit this week was. Uh, well, we'll know, get to it. We'll get to it. But uh, I'll just mention it really quickly. It's just like really quickly. Facebook. <laughs> Facebook <Look at> her! <laughs> Facebook started in 2007 as a fucking college project. Yeah. And look where it's become worldwide phenomenon, Jones. And you have a person there, Mr. Zuckerberg or Zuckerberg, whatever you want to call him, fuckerberg, who is drawing an income of the millions of based millions on of...
1: stock options. He doesn't get a salary. He's,
2: he's, he's... Well, he he draws on his liquid he's assets. Past is past that? Yeah, yeah. He he draws on stock. He's past. That. I understand that. And I just, why are we not taxing those people? to the same level that we're taxing the little guy.
1: You know what's funny? My answer is flat tax. And here's why I say this and a
0: lot of people And shit, I said
2: that, I've said this before. A lot
1: of people shit on me for this. Uh, if I buy a pro-
0: I it, think a progressive flat. Tax. Well,
1: breathe with me here. I, I if get, I buy I get you on that. if I buy a 12-pack of beer or I buy a $30 t-shirt at a kiss concert or wherever and a flat tax says 20% of $30 is really nothing. But if you buy a yacht, if you buy a Rolls Royce, if you buy a hotel, that 20% exponentially grows. Uh, A great book written years ago that I read and I love by Neil Bortz called The Flat Tax basically said, if you implement a flat tax today, the national debt could be eradicated in 15 years. So would I be upset that Instead of paying fourteen eighty nine for a twelve pack of beer, now I have to pay sixteen ninety nine. No, I wouldn't, because it would fix the country's problems to give us a surplus to where, eventually, maybe, once we
2: build a huge surplus, tax goes away. Well, it, 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 look at gas prices now. You're you're. Let's at, go, Brandon. You're at almost five bucks a gallon. Let's for, go, Brandon. You're almost at five bucks a gallon for fucking premium gas.
1: That's bullshit. Anybody who uses no, premium gas I, is a bougie bitch.
0: Um, I have to use it in the. In I know the you do. I'm just, I'm just I, fucking with and I have to you. use it my in my Land Rover.
1: I know I'm fucking with you guys. It's Can you, so- guys, you guys
0: not see the humor in this? Guys, but do no. Do you okay. not see the humor in this? <laughs> I do. That you don't. Do you, you're you're do, you're trying to you, qualify. <clears throat> no, I'm, I'm not trying to qualify anything. I'm asking a question. Sure. Do you remember? A little over ten years ago, when we were paying the same prices ten to twelve years ago. Yeah, thanks, Bush, and, and, uh, asshole. But, but I'm just saying. Cunt rag. <clears throat> fuck what. The, the reason for the the the, the cleaning up the daddy's prices mess are now is not the same as it was then. And no, I it be, wasn't. Um The inflation thing isn't necessarily a one particular person's fault. It's a condition of the time right now, and it doesn't necessarily. I don't feel it hasn't necessarily. I'm not getting into a political discussion. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm stepping back. My my whole thing with the inflation thing is that is basically this: Um, I'm making more money now than I've made before. So, are you a product
1: or are you the exception?
2: No, he's he. he, I
1: say he's the exception. I'm I'm because he has, and, and let me. Let me riff on this for a minute. He has a particular, I don't want to sound like Liam Neeson, yeah. but he has a particular set of skills that lend itself to higher that are wage.
0: extremely in high demand exactly. right now. Exactly. So, and my, but if you if my, you're if your my day job and my personal business ref, are reflecting those trends.
1: Right, but if you're Joe, Joe oil change, that doesn't that doesn't necessarily speak to what you're saying. So, the inflation tornado, the vortex that we're going through, where a year ago, we were sitting pretty. We were high on the hog. We we hadn't seen gas prices, milk prices, egg prices, you know, the staples since the Clinton administration. But all of a sudden, now, because this administration... uh, I'm going on a political rant. I'm going to stop in about 30 seconds. I I swear to God, this administration is going off on the rails on so many things that... The dollar is so devalued, and I said it last week, the dollar is so devalued that we have to raise the prices. We we have a supply chain problem where that- gimmicks from China and gimmicks from Malaysia and gimmicks that we all do every day are being blocked, and the port of Long, of Long Beach in California is backed up, and boats are waiting to get in with product because we're so dependent on foreign gimmicks that we have... Dude, I'm stopping. I can't. No, I can't. Hey, I can't. Hey, I can't. There's, there's, I can't.
0: There's, there's, Chris, there's no change in the amount of any of that that's trying to come in or coming in. The why are boats waiting in the harbor? Because there aren't the workers
1: on the dock. People and Why is that? Because we've conditioned the people to think they can get a
0: $600 check every no, two weeks. No, Fuck no, no. That, no, that stopped, no, I, that I'm, stopped I'm, long I'm, ago. nobody's gotten that for months but people are asking for $15
1: an hour to make a fucking hamburger where a guy who and let me say this a a skilled laborer who can fix your car is struggling fuck that if, those if, are if, obtuse, somebody ma- if somebody those making are a obtuse. hamburger wants to do better in their life, they should do better. They should go to school, maybe learn a trade, much like you, much we like did. your son, much like you, much like me. And if you but, want to go out and do better, but, go do fucking better. I, I,
0: I, Don't I, demand I, high wages for bullshit. But, but they have the right. Look- <laughs> Look, as somebody in that industry, you said the right. I'm, I'm, right? I'm, 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 I'm and, really and willing to this, hear this, and I'm going to say this, please. As a professional chef, somebody who has the education yes. and the knowledge, yes, all right. <clears throat> Even the people at McDonald's are providing an extremely valued service. All absolutely. right, absolutely. For the longest. Longest fucking time. Anybody in food service of any kind has been shit on. Right now, I'm making bank because I have a set of skills and a level of knowledge and experience and wisdom. Rock
1: on, Liam Neeson.
0: That a lot of people have said, fuck it. I'm not going back to that industry because they weren't getting paid for shit to begin with.
1: We learned their worth in the last year. <laughs> well, right, and, but and, right. does so the guy some of, but
0: that, some of us that have said, "You know what? I know what my worth is. I'm gonna go fucking campaign." But please for it answer this question:
1: it. Does the guy at McDonald's deserve the same wage that you, a trained culinary, I'll say expert, because I've tasted your food? No,
0: he doesn't exactly he no he doesn't he he doesn't but 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 that's why i'm making ten dollars more than that
1: but they're demanding more than what they deserve Look. I, okay, it, it, stop, stop, stop. stop. It, let me clear let dude, me clear the let me clear job. the room. Let we, me clear the room. We used to Please. do that job for $4 an hour. 4 4.85 if I remember. You put <clears throat> 12 patties on the gimmick, you close the clamshell and in 90 seconds, boom, the clamshell raises and the burgers were there. What you do, Herm, what you do is you create And I said it last week with your wedding gimmick. It's an you experience. create an experience. It's an experience. Um, Quick, quick off-topic thing, and I'm glad we separated this into two portions of episodes. Uh, Herm and I did the tour today. We were morning, you know, Morton, We're doing our thing, and we drove through Franklin, and we drove by this farm, and and there was uh, the young cows in tents, and I said, "Oh, look, the veal tents," and he goes, "Wow." That's good. <laughs> that's, that's, and that's, we, we, together, we created so what happy. he could. And I know
0: I'm going to piss a lot of people off with that, but um, I'm a chef, so I love veal. Right. You know, and So I, of do I. Same here. <laughs> I'm okay but with it.
1: But we, together, created the veal tent dish. You did... You take the one veal patty, you cut it in half, you you do your thing, and you put you it like it this.
0: thin, and you stack them up. Right. pile of Underneath it is the see. mashed
1: potatoes, and the asparagus, oh, and all yes, that bullshit. Oh. A little bit of cheese. A little, and bit, some, of, little bit of rosemary on a the top. A little bit of gravy and, on top. Oh, my oh, God. The and, veal tent. But as, and this is our way, guys, uh, this, this was our way of dealing with grief, and we riff, and we laugh, and we had a good time, but... We basically created a dish that you could go in two years, three years, wherever wherever Herm's working, and get the veal tent. What? So, <laughs> but here's the thing: I'm not going to I'm not going to expect that if I am low level Jones and I go to work at Burger King or Wendy's or chain restaurants to be paid what this man does on a daily <sighs> basis. At a restaurant with his skill, his training, and his qualifications. That is where I think everything goes wrong.
2: Well, and and that's the, Who, the supply versus who's, demand.
0: Who's the lowest man on the totem pole in the kitchen? Oh, God. Frontline. Uh, the, the, line
1: uh, chef. The, su- the sous chef? The fry who's guy.
0: The piece of shit in the kitchen?
1: I don't know. It's been so many dishwasher? years since I worked this in that dishwasher. industry. Dishwasher. Yeah. Because all right, so if I can't get my dishes the dishwasher cleaned, is... you need to you need at some point because he said it about four times and I'm gonna say it to you once I'm gonna need a beer if I can't
2: get my dishes cleaned and prepped for the next you can't set plate of orders them. Right, I can't plate them no, no, I can't no, give no, I can't provide no, herma uh, service but is, that goes to uh, that's but, an army thing it's a chain of command this is a
0: manager thing and this is a chef go, thing go. and this is a kitchen thing I can have a monkey do. The dishwasher's job. You have an eight-year-old. It's dude. a very, It's 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 not difficult. You roll them into the hobart. You close
1: the thing. whoosh, Ninety it's, seconds. All right, it's done. All, right,
0: all right, all right, all right, all right. It's. I not, was a dishwasher at fourteen. It's completely unskilled labor. You don't have to have any skills other than note other than put these in there. Load the rag. The button, close the hobart. Take them out and yeah. put them there. Yeah, that's and, it. In ten minutes, right? you you put them back. Load up. the rag. Right. Close the hobart. You're done. I that's an unskilled labor position. All right. That position is akin to the same kid slamming burgers on a fucking grill because as Americans, we demand them to be at that front fucking counter in 30 seconds.
2: Well, and that's the problem. Right? It doesn't happen nowadays, no, a, but that's okay. it doesn't
0: happen. I don't like the business model. McDonald's gone to, I'm the, going right down your road, Mike. All right? I understand However, what you're saying. All right. All right. It's an unskilled fucking position. It's the same position as the greeter at Walmart with one eye <laughs> and the one good eye doesn't even look at you. They looked to the left. One right? eye is looking at it's you. One eye is looking for you. You're, yeah. you're literally, you're, you, you have to have a pulse and follow a dozen to 20 motor skills. Right. It, it, the lady in the wheelchair I asked, believe asked you do you need a dish, buggy? I believe that the dishwasher wagon. I believe buggy. I believe that the dishwasher who sweats his ass off in that fucking pit. I believe the one-eyed cross-eyed lady at, greeter at Walmart, and I believe the kids slinging burgers at McDonald's deserve a, a livable fifteen-dollar an hour wage. Fair pay, not overpaid. Not look. Everybody else needs to fucking readjust. That's the what, way the market is uh, right now, well, Chris. And look, that's the way it is. Fundamentally, what, we disagree, he, and, but I but get what, what you're, you're saying. what you're getting right I now, get what you're saying, is like the reason restaurants can't open is they don't have servers. And do you know why? Is because what I've been saying for years: get rid of the fucking tipping system, Amen. pay them a real fucking wage. Right, that you would pay so, the dishwasher or to the, his to his. To there's your, also a reason why people in positions like servers and that do what they do. A lot of them, all right, of the demographic are single moms. And those jobs, while unskilled labor, allow them to make an amount of money higher and more closer and akin to a skilled labor job with 20 to 40% less of the hour investment. Amen. So to your point,
2: when we were in Europe uh, X amount of years ago. I watched your house. You you were there. I know. All the everywhere we went in Ireland, all the gratuity was built into the fucking bill because they don't.
0: Yeah, they don't tip in Europe. Yeah. That's why when Europeans come over there here, we hate them because they don't, they don't understand tip. the tipping system. But, but the tipping system was based on employers who didn't want to pay, so they said, you know what. Ask the fucking clients for money, and that's where it came from. And we've adopted it. It's the same oppressive but system. I'll pay more It's the same oppressive system as slavery. If I'll I pay mi-
2: more money for a decent fucking meal over in Ireland than I will for paying a paying a shitty a small bill here in the, At a local pizza joint. And get a better quality of service. You owe me a beer. Everybody fucking Gives a shit over in Europe. Can I just because, because yeah, it, like
0: it, I, I, I and, and and I know a lot of servers or people who'd listen to this would probably hate me for it, but I, them. I, I would be totally happy with a server starting rate of just an hourly rate that was a dollar to a dollar fifty less than what I paid my dishwasher who. Oh yeah, in a fucking shitty. Wet do you know how horse, much? Do you know how much? I'm sure you do. And but, if they can get tips off of people well, I, without killing I'm, I'm themselves, sure you, I, I'm sure you. I'm sure awesome you know. I'm sure you know shush. where I'm going
1: to go with this. But I think servers take much more hassle, headaches, and horse shit than a dishwasher does. Well,
0: do, dude, my. My wife has been a cocktail server. Yes, at the she casino has for many, many years. Twenty-five years. years. Okay. Yes, she was a server. I saw what she got. She was, that was, she was fucking actually, horseshit. She was actually a server. One of my servers when I was a chef at the casino. Yeah, I remember. All right. She was. She was. She was the chef's favorite. Still is. Well, you know, <laughs> it's how it goes. <laughs> but she has been a cocktail server for twenty years at at least. Yeah. Um. She looks
1: good in that outfit too. I'm she not does. saying that because she's your wife. I'm saying I, that because she looks good I, in that fucking
0: outfit. I totally, I totally think that they get robbed. Now they have worked out a deal with the IRS and whatnot, where they work what's called a tepa rate. Yeah, but, TEPA. Yeah, yeah. So they technically can hide and don't claim everything. And and, and I've I've roasted her about that. Yay. But it is what it I'll, is. I'm gonna fuck the government. I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this on on record. Um
1: If I'd have known this question was gonna raise this much horseshit, I would have never wrote it down. As good no, it's not a No, lot of it, horse it, shit. It's, it's, it's a great it's, fucking it's question. I, I um, agree.
0: Um as much as I talk about how well I'm doing, my wife is the reason that the money has worked in the house for so long. She works her ass off there. Yep. And she makes Good money doing what she does for the amount of time that she has to be there. thousand percent agreed. She makes way more money than I do, and I make enough money to keep everybody well, happy.
1: To, to close this point off, and I'd like to take a break and we'll play some music, but um, before we do, I want to mention that your wife is exponentially better looking than you.
0: Oh, yeah, I married out of my weight class. Yeah, you're kicking way outside (laughs) of your coverage, bro. Yeah, you too. (laughs) I'm the
1: only one not married right now, and you know what? I'm happier for it. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the rest of the questions. So, Mike, play that funky music.
0: All right, we're back. We took a quick break, and we're going to go right into a question. Lynch had to slide to Biden. Oh, I did not. I did not. Uh, All right. Here it is. Here it is. Here it is. What is the most disgusting candy on the planet? Candy corn. Easily. I'm done. Oh, no.
2: Durian fruit candy. Oh,
1: (laughs) okay. I I rescind. I rescind durian candy. Absolutely. My daughter, myself. I like durian.
2: You're a sick. You're fucking crazy, dude. Holy shit, it smells like ass in B.O. it tastes like yeah, ass.
0: So does a lot of stuff that the Chinese do with fish sauce. Let's
2: not that's... talk about my ex,
1: please.
0: <laughs> it's I, I
1: like durable.
2: Oh, I'm not gonna go
0: there. I I'm like gonna be it. quiet. Haters
1: gonna hate junction dysfunction show at gmail.com. <laughs> Just send send a hate mail and make sure you put in the subject bar Chris is an asshole. <laughs> Chris Burns is yes. An please, thank you. I'm because I'm, there's two Chris's here. <laughs> um, um, no Durant. Oh my God. Candy, oh candy, my candy God.
2: corn. I I don't know. I it's I have an affinity
0: for it. it. Like
1: you're a sick fuck.
2: That I, is my
1: childhood
0: I memory. A, a, I have a culinary use for candy corn.
1: It's called throw it in the garbage.
0: No, it actually, if you put a little heat to it, it melts down and it works really nice as a glaze. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, straight put on of, like a cake. Yeah, like
2: a like a pastry. That, yeah. Yeah, but, um no, as the,
1: a candy itself that you put in your mouth and no, fucking that's imbibe. Disgusting. No, fuck you. But, but I
0: the love candy dis- corn. Nope, you are a sick it's fuck too. It's, it's, it's for psychopaths. It's disgusting. <laughs> um, it's it. However, it's it waxed with color. Yep, but it's not as disgusting. As circus peanuts. I oh, like circus
1: Stop. I, I like circus no, peanuts.
2: No. Okay, so all, all right, right. This so one is going to be a, re- a really interesting <laughs> or, fucking is conversation. going to be a nail-biter here. Because circus peanuts are the fucking devil. Peeps. They are disgusting. Fuck you. The,
0: does, en- does anybody eat peeps? I eat Peeps. I, I love Peeps. Peeps. I think I think horrible. Peeps are
2: the greatest. My wife loves Peeps. Oh, and your the wife best is way, a godly woman, and I love her to death. The best way she loves them is between graham crackers and the fucking chocolate. You know
0: how I love Peeps? In, <laughs> In between your mouth. my teeth. Oh, that's and... just some kind of, like, bastardized s'more. It's that's... fluff.
1: <laughs> it's fluff with glitter, bro. And you just talked about Don't fluff. You? Stop! Don't fluff you no. ever fucking disparage disgusting
0: fluff, okay. oh my God. Let, let, all, all right, Let's all right, start. Again. Let's start
1: at the beginning. No, 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 no. So, so we're i I'm, I'm, I'm throwing the gauntlet down. We are fluff. three different
2: islands here. I hate fluff. I think it's disgusting. And you're an American. Let's move on. And you're wrong. Yeah, Mike likes Pretty it. Pretty much. Yeah, I love it. You love it. Yeah. I can't do it. I. It's the texture. It's the ranch the- dressing. Done. Love it.
1: Nope. Eh. Love it. So you don't like Peeps? You don't like marshmallow fluff? I get it. Stay over there. Because what I'm gonna say to you, because you 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 disparaged <laughs> the good goddamn name of Peeps, is Peeps is fluff with glitter on it. That's all it is, and it's beautiful, and it's wonderful, and you can put one in your mouth, and it, it melts in your mouth, like and like it. Fluff. Fuck Blah. off
0: sideways. Blah. They don't spread on a peanut butter sandwich. I can't put two peeps on a peanut butter sandwich and spread it around.
1: I don't know how to do this in the plural, but I'm going to try. You sirs <laughs> may fuck off. This is bullshit on a stick. All right. Oh, God. Can we you... just get to the next question? Right, this next is the question. worst. Who, wait, wait, all... wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> Time on. Offside's clipping. Who, who asked that question? Whose question was that? Not me.
0: That was my question. You
1: are walking home.
0: All right. Moving on. Let's go. Next question. I'm going to throw this one directly to Chris. Oh, Jesus Christ. How many comic books can you fit down your pants while, (laughs) uh, while there is already a box of frozen fried chicken and walk out of the store? Normally, <laughs> first of all, um, Lynch, all right, if you so, would,
1: could uh, you grab me a paper towel? Because this goes to please, and, and so and I did not just question. off the
0: top of my head. This perhaps. is not my question, not no, that they're no, a know, story. I know, I know,
1: and this is going to go into something seriously. Uh, would you be so kind as to grab me a paper I, I towel? I will
2: look, I'm taking my headphones off,
1: all right, cans are off, okay, but you can still hear me, obviously. We're in a very small room here at the uh, undisclosed location studios. Uh, Wow. I, I believe the record was nineteen. <laughs> All
2: right, so I don't Okay
1: here wait wait, wait, wait till you I, get I back in front. I don't wanna
2: know why. I don't wanna know the where's or the have you's. You're gonna but find out in about thirty seconds. Fucking stuff, thirty fucking comic books.
1: Okay, as as
0: kinda of funny given to where you, you, you have your little do do interview. Let's no, no,
1: let's not blow his spot up. I don't wanna
0: it's
2: gonna be shop, right? I know that.
1: Okay, um discussed. So, again, when you talk about fracturing or severely breaking laws in your youth.
0: Out of necessity, we were young and poor. Very and poor. poor. <laughs> we were, I was young and I was crazy We were books.
1: beyond mac and cheese poor. We, we, like, like, we were like
0: ramen poor.
1: We were like ramen and get ramen creative in, with ramen. Ramen
2: pour. in the Doritos bag with the... The seasoning on top. Beyond that, yeah, you you were like so, way past that. The, the
1: the beginning of the story, and I'm glad we uh, broke this episode up into two parts. The beginning of the story goes: We originally went to a particular venue in Norwich, Connecticut,
0: a store, a, a grocery a st- store. Shut up we're trying, to, we're trying to be nice about it i
1: don't want i don't know if the statute of limitations, <laughs> limitations. works way, on this one
2: dude you're way beyond that so don't we, worry about
1: it. they used to have video games the old uh nes cartridge games uh the original nintendo and we rented tech and originally it was a five-day rental which turned into about a three-year rental because we never brought the son bitch back but we would keep going back to shop right Oops, I did it. And we would walk through, and we had creative ways, and we knew we could see where the cameras were, and we could see where the cameras were not. We were sophisticated (laughs) shoplifters. So in the cart, we had canned vegetables that we would pay for. We had like a lot of
0: different things that
1: we would pay for.
0: Freezer, queen, frozen. Dinner meals. Yep. There you go. Jesus Christ. But, but bags of Tinas burritos. Can you
1: picture a couple of twenty-three-year-old men walking through very stiff because there was frozen (laughs) foods in the back of our pants frozen foods in the front of our pants and i'm not talking frozen foods like hungry man dinner which eventually no, no he will had be- the
0: entire the entire <laughs> value the box. Meat section he had the entire value box of the tyson fried chicken bacon in the oven in the frozen. front in the front in the back Just... were steaks
2: <laughs> my dick hurts <laughs> your dick will hurt till you get home <laughs>
1: But um oh the God. answer the answer Dude, to seriously. the the answer to the comic book question because the magazine rack had, you know, uh gun guns and ammo and uh Our, psycho it was world. The, it and, was at the front end. Yep. Uh behind kind of the on counter. A, uh the next aisle over yep. from Health and Beauty. Yep.
0: Beavis and Butthead. Beavis comics.
1: and Butthead comics. Yep. Um they had Pro Wrestling Illustrated, they had Baseball Weekly, they had all this bullshit right there. And I just felt somebody, and I don't want to mention any names, but his initials are Herm, that would lift up the back of my shirt and I would feel comics or what, it, what I thought was paper. It could have been paper. It could have been him. I don't know. <laughs> Just shove something directly <laughs> down the back of my waistline and my job was Shut up. go about Shut your Shut up and go, up. Up and go about your walking. business. So the answer to your question, Herm, I think our record was 19 which is wow which is I, strange because I, I,
2: 19 is my lucky number. I got to say that's a pretty uh, impressive number for comic book shoved down one person thing. The back of your pants. The back of your pants? And you have to walk And you have to walk normal. Yeah. You can't so, walk. And that's
1: aisle 5. You have 15 more aisles to deal with. And
2: that store is big.
1: Yes it is. Yeah. Big. Yes, it is, and you're going to learn a whole lot of new shit in the next
2: couple of weeks about blind spots. Well, guess what? If I fucking start working there, I'm going to look for you, motherfucker.
0: No, you're not. You're going to turn we, the camera off we and play, we don't yeah, and do play that anymore. Pyramid Solitaire.
1: We, we have money now, and it, yeah. it's not a concern. We have jobs, and sh- we have shit. jobs that pay J-O-B's. well and shit. I get, I get paid well. Yeah. J-O-B's. I don't get paid well, but I get paid well enough to live. So... Oh, that, that doesn't that, happen. That
2: is a really fucking. And fuck you for asking that question. No, that's
0: a really interesting. Out loud, Jones. That's a really. That was a. That was a, a foreshadowing to a future. Episode. Yes, yes, indeed. Well, you that was hear. a
2: very intriguing and interesting point about the the history of Herm and Burn. You have no idea. You have no idea. Oh, I. I'm sure I don't.
1: When when, when we do the. Um, what kind of stupid shit you did in your teens and 20s, I have a feeling that we're going to have to have a defibrillator here
2: to bring <laughs> you back to life. because well, you're probably going to... Yeah. Somebody on standby.
1: I have a feeling that you're going to learn shit about us that you actually thought could never happen. Well, do you, you do you know how many comic books you could steal in uh, one particular time? Because that's the question, isn't alo- it? Let
0: alone... Yeah, but, but the variable is... While already having a box of frozen fucking fried frozen
2: chicken, chicken on your fucking pants. Look, okay,
1: yeah. pic- picture it, Sicily, nineteen twelve. <laughs> um, it was February, and I had this really big, puffy Bruins jacket. I love my Bruins. God bless the Boston Bruins. And the arms, I had. Oh, I, so bright yellow. So you didn't stand out. No, mostly black. <laughs> all right, some yellow. All right. all right. So every now and again, I would get the elbow and throw this in your sleeve <laughs> throw this in the other sleeve throw this in the hood nobody and i said this last week and mike knows this quote nobody white said shit so as oh, we're walking Jesus through Christ. this place and we ring out say 75 dollars worth of what's in front of you inside <laughs> the, my jacket my waistband front my waistband back 150 dollars of
2: <laughs> shit yeah
1: on Un- fucking real yes we we, We fractured uh, a lot uh we
2: well you know we all did stupid shit in our answer the
1: question how many comic books can you stick in the waistband of your gimmick
2: uh i'm gonna say now now that i'm a 33 34 waist i'll say 10 okay Okay. cool Um, you excellent how many
0: Oh, I can fit a lot. My pants are all kinds of room right now. I can get like thirty-seven in there right now. My man, uh, let me let me tell you <laughs> a story. Herm. Big me, Herm has
1: lost so much fucking weight. No, no, no. I want to go back. I want to go back to nineteen ninety-three or four-ish, where he and I were talking, and and we were rooming together, and we're talking about fish. We're talking about salmon. We're talking about like let's have a fish dinner. We we don't eat fish a lot, you know. We were young guys who. Lived on ramen, chef boy RD, and whatever Mike brought home from his job at Papagino's. And we went to ShopRite and we did what we called shopping. What we put in the cart, we paid for. What was in Chris's jacket or Mike's big uh, Colorado Rockies jacket, if I'm not that, mistaken. The, the,
0: yeah, the Broncos jacket. We had, oh, the um, Broncos jacket. Sorry. Had, Colorado yeah, right. Rockies we were two years later. discount. You know, like when you go to Walmart and you ring out your stuff now and you get right. the employee discount. That's, we we got to apply discount so before it was a thing. We got we got back to the apartment.
1: We're we're offloading and basically pulling out of our waistband Pulling we meat had. out of my pants. Yeah, and I said, Mike, you know, we forgot fish. Dude had sweatpants on, and it must have had the longest pockets ever because he pulled a salmon filet that was easily nine inches, and he goes, no. Nope, I got fish. We didn't forget shit. I got the fish, right? Oh, oh my, my God. God. Right, yeah. and that's a future episode shit we did in our 20s that we're embarrassed or whatever about today. Um, now that we've answered that question, let's move on to the next one. Her. All right, next question
0: is what motivates you daily?
1: My kid, um, being the best parent I can be, uh, being a role model, uh, uh, teaching her that the world she lives in isn't the world she's going to transition into adulthood in. My daughter is smart enough to know that the current culture of leftist bullshit that tells you if you don't like what we say, you're a racist or a homophobe or a bigot or this or that, it's beyond that. You are a free thinker. You have the opportunity and the ability to walk forward and blaze your own path. That, to me, every day since February 8th, 2008, February 15th, 2008, sorry, um, that's been my entire motivation. Even doing this show is a motivation to show her that no dream is too small and no task is too big. Keep digging and do what you want to do.
2: Right. Uh, I agree with that statement and um my biggest motivation daily is to uh, let's get a job. Let 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 let's blaze a path to being like
1: paying back Got to have a job me. if you want to be with me. me. Mike knew. Herm knew before as I was snapping my fingers. He knew that was coming.
0: Uh I did I But did.
1: no,
2: it, it, it <laughs> having that foresight every day to get up, look for a job, like like I told you today, I had a really good interview and I think it went well. I think it I, I, I nailed it. I I, I want to be there. and they're they're talking more of expanding <laughs> the two footprints they already have. So I'm like, fuck, I'll, dude, I'll be there. And they were very impressed with my resume. They are very impressed with my experience, and they understand where my casino experience <clears throat> um, puts a puts puts a hand on where it could be valuable to them. Sure. And a lot of places lately have been like, oh wait, you do surveillance, but you're casino surveillance. I'm, like, I'm
1: sorry, how does that not work in a fucking Walmart setting or a all Target right, so setting?
2: I'm sorry that I like busted a fucking multi-million dollar... Were fuck. you a part of the, the, the
1: gimmick where the guy had the thing under his fingernail and was reading cards? Yes. Thank you. I
2: was part of people who were fleecing the casino with f- f- uh, fake checks and fake credit cards and this and that. You it, it, it And... When I said internal theft, the guy's eyes lit up. He's like, holy shit. Yeah. I'm like, you're... Because
1: internal theft is a lot bigger than external. I said, your internal theft
2: right here... Unless you're Chris and Mike. uh, Your internal theft here is probably much bigger than you anticipate." Yeah. And you don't understand the ramifications that that brings. It's a dollar today. It's 2 hours tomorrow. It's $5. It's $5 next dollar. week. It's $30 in three weeks. Yep. And then hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars walking out the store. And I asked him a question. I said, if you get a customer who is having a curbside order or a DoorDash order, prepare for them, do you check to see if...
1: Quality control.
2: Do you check to see if that person putting that order together is related to the person who was getting that order? Bingo! I don't. Remember, and he don't, lo- he looked at me like
1: that's something uh, you bring to the table that they
2: did not know about. And and like the wheels were grinding, and when he when I said that, it's like holy shit! What? what, what oh, oh my god! It's like a whole new era of. How to look at internal theft. Internal theft is like the most prevalent theft in any business. And whether it be Ace Hardware, Walmart, fucking Big Y, ShopRite, whatever. Your biggest. (laughs) We're going to challenge you, bro. Mike and I are going to get back on the horse. We're going to challenge you. Your biggest enemy is in the front line.
1: Absolutely. Internal theft is the worst kind of shrink that you can deal with. I don't want to bring you down, but I have to mention this. Uh, Take it, Breezy, 120.14. Yeah, fuck you. Lynch's Bitches, 64.3. Yeah, yeah, fuck you. But let me just give me a second. I I just want to point out that I'm still in the running. Thank you, fuck you, bye, 73.8. Show me your TDs, 60 point seventy four. So what again,
2: what fucked me this week was <laughs> um, Again at least
1: you didn't and Matt Fucking Ryan, who gave you less than one point. Thank you, my favorite teams quarterback. You again, asshole. Well,
2: again, what fucked me was last minute outs. Gotcha.
0: All right. Um what was the question again? I don't remember. What motivates you daily? Go Herm. Uh for me it's uh my kids and my wife. Mm-hmm. Not difficult, nice easy question. Understood. What's the next question? Uh, Last question tonight, Bob Backlund. um, Your favorite music and why?
1: Who do you want to start with? Pick Uh,
0: one. I don't care. You. It's good. Okay,
1: thanks, much appreciated. Because I'm always the asshole in these questions. Um, Hard rock slash heavy metal. Uh, There's an energy. There's a vibe. a lot of the lyrical content speaks to me and you know and again anybody who knows me knows my favorite band is kiss so the lyrical content kind of goes out the window it's about you know live your life and party and women and sex and chicks but when you reach into further groups like metallica megadeth dio pantera black label society there's something empowering about what they say and what they bring to the table that motivates and that's what music is it's a connector because i also like p funk i also like tom jones i also like uh prince and, and and conway twitty and and my musical direction is all over the map but if you're asking me my favorite hard rock slash heavy metal uh nothing like it in the whole world there's the power there's the emphasis on being the true you that you want to be and it's something that listening to rap or pop or one of the any of the million genres there is there's nothing that speaks to power and personal power like hard rock and heavy metal that's and, I, that, that's my that's my answer
2: and I have to agree with to his point on that is that like metal is is like you're exposing your personal nerves. You're exposing your your belief system at that point, and you it just kind of resonates with me because my dad was all over the place with music. And I'm the same way with you, Chris. Yeah, I, I, like I listen. Dashboard
1: to... Confessional, which I've never in my life heard of. You went and saw. Last night, or the night before. Uh, Saturday Night. Yeah.
2: And it's not a band that you would, like, glom onto, but it's a band that I think... It's possible. It's something you could appreciate. It He, he sends a message. He sends... It, every lyric that he sings is a personal...
1: Do you remember when we went to the boxing matches uh, 2012-ish at, at, uh, at HBO uh, Boxing at Foxwoods? At, at the
2: woods, yes.
0: Yep. At the old... Um, at the you, old play, um, you
1: played a CD and it was Demo, metal... Dimo Borgia. Thank you. I couldn't remember the name. And, and you, you and were me, like... I was like, wow, this is fantastic.
2: But you were like... It's I, not my cup of tea. Not my cup of tea, but you you listen to the words and you yeah. listen to the message... It sends volumes to people who are looking for that kind of kind of outlet. And I listen to shit that you would never listen to.
1: But I, I would but say you, the same thing on the other side.
2: We, you will listen to it. Sure. I'll give it a shot. And you'll appreciate it for what it's worth.
1: Mike's done that to me over the years. Um, Mike introduced me to KMFDM.
2: Uh, what, one of my favorite artists in the fucking world... Garth Brooks.
1: Oh, amazing. Amazing. I, I, I'm not. Con- no, stop. No, no. no.
2: I, I'm not. Turn a, your face off. I'm not a country fan by any means, but like guys like Garth Brooks, Chris Stapleton right now is the new Garth no, Brooks. No, no, no. No, l- no, Listen to me. No. Listen to me. And let me finish.
0: He. Chris he, Stapleton, first of all, is not country. He's blues.
2: Well, but, yeah. well okay. I'll all right. I'll lean that way. I'll lean that way He's as well. I'll lean that way as well. He's more Kenny Wayne Shepherd than he is correct, but he got what seven CMAs? Sure.
1: This weekend, Taylor
2: Swift got a bunch of them back
1: in the day. Now she's making power pop, and
2: uh, again, somebody who I didn't appreciate as a person prior to watching a documentary about her, and uh, I watched. You doc, watched
1: Miss Americana, didn't you?
2: And I. So did I. You know what? I fucking love her. She's a nice... I love her just on a genuine... She's fantastic to watch shake around. G- n- not even that. She's just a genuine
1: person. No, it's just that.
2: <laughs> but no. It, it, shake to, your ass all day long, kid. To, I'm to, to watching. me, it's... She, show, she exposes herself as a... I a, wish she would. As a person who... <clears throat> she's willing to put that nerve out there. Playboy needs to call her and
1: Miley <laughs> oh, tomorrow. Wow. 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 I'm going off the rails, but you know what? If you're going to tell me about the musical integrity of Taylor Swift, I'm going to call bullshit and I'll bring lyrics to the table next week.
2: Well, you could, I mean, I, in ba- basically every song. Then again,
1: a- I could, I could do the same thing about kiss and I, I'm unapologetic.
2: Uh, basically every song about Taylor, what that Taylor Swift sings is about an ex-boyfriend. Exactly. But you know, you, you, it, it, it's she has the pipes, she has the ability, and she has the talent. And I'm more about ex- exposing the talent versus. I'd like to expose her talent. You may not. You may not be my genre. Stop shaking your head, Herm. You may not be my genre, but you're in my wheelhouse because I. Appre- I would
1: take Tears for Fears over Taylor Swift. I fucking Fears. love Tears for Fears. Tears New for album Fears.
2: coming out next year. Tears for Fears, uh, the um.
1: Everybody wants to rule the world.
2: Break it down again. Is one of like the best. Oh, I forgot fucking, about that song. <clears throat> one of the best fucking songs in the last thirty years. Oh my god! Thank you. Listen to it. It 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 tells a story. It tells a story of the time that we we're going through, at that period, and Taylor Swift wants to be Rick Astley.
1: Well, Rick never Rick ha- gonna give you up. Never gonna let you go. Never gonna do this. <laughs> never gonna do that. But Taylor's doing it in reverse. Taylor's like, fuck you, you did this, you, you she's basically turning the mirror like an angry ex girlfriend and saying, You did this, you did this, you did this, but she's not accepting her own
2: fault in any of it. Well, yeah, I can understand that point. I, I, I get that point, and I, I think that conversely <clears throat> her exposing her her nerves in that direction is a reflection of I'm a real person. And I understand that I fucked up at some point. She's uh, never said something like that. She always
1: blames everybody else. No, no, I love but, her
2: to death, but 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 she exposes those nerves. My future ex-wife. She exposes those nerves and shows people that you know what. Probably part of my problem. Fifty percent his problem. Whatever. Y- y- no, you know what I'm saying?
1: Just keep shaking that ass in that outfit, Herm. Same question.
0: Hit it. Uh, I don't really have a favorite music. Liar. Um, if you were to go through my shit, I'm extremely hip-hop heavy. I'm yes. not going to lie. Yep. Nope. I'm not i lie. I get that. Uh, I'm extremely hip-hop heavy. You put heavy. up
1: a post not too long ago um, about starting your business, and- I read through most of it, and I, I I said it to you privately. I said everything in your post I agree with, with the exception of a great taste in music. Well, that that again, <laughs> that's a personal opinion. Again, um, I, I agree, and and that's where we're going.
0: Uh, I go. Um, uh, my my music taste runs a lot of gambits. Um, it's very hip hop heavy. I like the 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 struggle. That
1: y- struggle's real, bro.
0: Y- you get out of. Um, out of early hip-hop. Yeah. NWA. Um, even before that. Um, Ice Cube. Uh, Slick Rick. KRS-One. Yes. Um, Ice-T.
2: I mean, just absolutely. shit
0: like that. Uh, and, it just, and it just spoke to me. Um, but yeah, I I would definitely say my, my playlist is hip-hop heavy.
1: Okay. Can I just point out that one of the first times Herm and I took a road trip, I was subjected to and we'll never forget, and I'm emotionally scarred to this day, to Alice's restaurant. <laughs> and I blame Herm for that. I don't blame Arlo Guthrie. That's it's
2: good. I blame it's a good, Herm. So- it's a good song, man. Oh my god. It tells a story. Just it- write
1: a fucking book instead of making a seventeen minute song. It's a good song.
2: But but you have to feel what Arlo
1: you- Guthrie and Iron Butterfly can both suck a dick for making seventeen
2: minute songs. <laughs> it's a good song. It- it's not about the content it's about the connection that you make with that song it's a you, it's a fantastic you, song you I'm can just pull like, you can pull personal things out of that song that relate to you
1: i think we went from connecticut to massachusetts on one song
2: but, you know what yeah you can. so fucking be it you can
1: all right so the hat's empty the questions are done i have one final question gentlemen as, as tough as today was two-part episode A lot of cleansing, a lot of healing, a lot of grief, a lot of hurt. Um, First of all, I want to say I'm glad you are both here. I'm glad that we got all of today out of our chest. But if you could, and I have to say this for Lynch's benefit, because if I don't, he will go on for 45 fucking minutes. Shut the fuck up. Briefly. Briefly. If you could briefly, in, say, one minute or less... What do you want to tell the listeners
2: starting with Lynch and keep him on a timer, please. I just want to say to listeners that I'm grateful for what little fan base we have at the moment is listening to us. I want to expose our opinions to the world and expose our, just, just our slant on things, you know, Uh, and you know, Chris and I, and Mike and I, will disagree on certain things at any given point, point. and right, that's sure why so. we want hot Mike, hot Mike, Mike microphone, <laughs> hot Mike, Mike, hot Mike, Mike on the microphone because I I value his opinion as a producer, and he keeps us tight, he keeps us he keeps us on track. Except for today, today is a different is a different world. We we were dealing today, with some today per- was necessary. Today was a different dynamic because we were both dealing with personal shit and some good, some bad. But I just want to say to, to to our listeners, anything you want to talk about, please email us, please send us a text, please send us a Facebook message and, and say, Hey, you know what? That resonated with me. Can you dwell upon that topic a little bit more? Can you, can you hit that a little harder next time? Can you, or not talk about that topic because it, it you know it, it's something that I'm very very sensitive and close to.
3: Mhm.
2: Not everybody's going to be we're not your cup of tea for everyone around the room.
1: Are you watching the timestamp?
2: Right but we, <laughs> <laughs> he's sorry, 30, he's 30 seconds
0: over. Okay, well, you know, it, it but happens. but
2: but you need I just want you to know as as our listeners to call us out blast us, tell us what the fuck do you want to listen to? What the fuck do you want to talk about? Give me a topic, give Chris a topic, give Mike a topic, and we can we can expound upon it. And you know what? I'm very verbose, and I will say no that. No shit. And, and Chris and Michael bust my balls to the end of my fucking days about this. But yeah, pretty much. I, I, I'm very passionate about this project. And this is one thing in my life lately that has given me joy and given me what makes me, what motivates me every day is talking about this podcast. Good. I'm glad. Thank and, you. And I have two people sitting next to me right now that have the same feeling and the same, same drive. And I, I just want to say thank you. I love you. And I want you to be included in this discussion. And I'm going to kick it over to burns right now and have him give his two cents
1: actually i was going to kick it over to Herm, but now that you took four minutes he's got four seconds he's got four seconds but (laughs) uh herm anything uh, especially today uh cathartic etc so forth uh talk to the people
0: uh i just want to tell everybody who uh who's listened to this far in the cast this week uh thanks we appreciate you
1: Yes. And on uh, at least on my end, I just want to say, you know, Lynch talked about it. The fan base is building, and we're going to keep going. The important thing is, sh- if you if you're like-minded, share it with your friends. You tell 12 people, three of them are going to listen. And then they tell 12 people, and three of them are going to listen. We're building this from the ground up. We are grassroots Jones. We are doing exactly what we do for you we don't do this for us today kind of was for us this is all for you without you there is no us and uh i haven't heard the drum beat yet so i think i still have about five seconds to talk so thank you everybody uh send your show ideas critiques praise criticism to junction dysfunction show at At gmail.com you see how they all came in i fucked that up for two weeks (laughs) But now, you know, Junction Dysfunction Show at gmail.com. Herm's going to pour through them. He'll pull the best of the best, and we'll talk about them on the show. Next week is going to be fun, and I'm not going to tell you why. We are doing something really fucking cool. Quick hits at the beginning. We're going to have fun going out. I still haven't heard music, but... Oh, there it is. There's a drum beat. We got to go. Thank you, everybody who's listening. If you want to tune in next week, feel free. Tell your friends. Tell Please your, do. Tell your parents. Tell your mom. Tell your neighbor. But we'll see you next week. For Big Herm, for Chris Lynch, I'm Chris Burns. Dysfunction Junction is out.